What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us. Quick update. We are shipping pre-orders this week. They're going to go out Friday afternoon. So if you pre-ordered a shirt, I know a lot of people did. Thank you very much, first and foremost. But check your mailboxes next week. They're going to be there. Um, we're also giving away a shirt right now on our Facebook page. That is, we are at Pilsner Podcast, I think. Yeah, facebook.com slash Pilsner Podcast. I don't know. I'm not on Facebook. Um, we're going to be giving away other stuff on other social media platforms too. So just be sure to follow us everywhere at Pilsner podcast. Enjoy the show. Let's go suck some toes. Okay. Can you hear me through your head? going to record. (laughs) Wait, can you hear me? Can you hear me through your cans as Tim likes us to call them? Listeners, Pilsner Podcast, episode 36, sorry, B-Squad Radio, in the house, Tim here, joined by my co-host, as always, Crackhead Corey. 40 going on 12. <laughs> Assy Andy. What up? And our fourth unofficial member, Adam, is here, Mr. Sign Guy. Hey. Sign Guy, that is his new name, officially. It's better than Assy Andy. <laughs> Crackhead Corey. <laughs> just you wait. You'll be signing 8x10s pretty soon, Corey. Great. Can't wait. I just need an incriminating video of you first that you send to us yourself. <laughs> well, I, I don't uh, do that, so uh-huh. I don't take incriminating video at 3 o'clock in the morning while I'm making bad choices. I do. I just don't send them to anybody. Right. You wake up the next day and you do the old delete. That never happened. Never happened. Recently deleted. Delete again. Never happened. I mean, there's no reason to have shame about being drunk and stupid. Right. As long as, you're not, as, long as you're not, like, breaking the law or anything. For sure. You're just giving yourself a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't hold anything against you for it. It is just quite hilarious. See? I, I think, think about how much joy I've brought to all your lives because yes. I decided to share it. And so uh, delete it's been that. going on, like, how long? How, what's the day that you can get rid of that? Do you, you got to know it. I don't. Saturday. Know. I have no idea. It was yeah. the 20th. Was it? Yeah. Oh, so this I could change it this weekend? Yep. That's exciting news. Okay. Sounds good to me. At Whatever. noon. That's right. We put hard, like, like quotes on just like Everything, everything stays right I here. I didn't apply right? for any jobs in that time, so that worked out in your favor. <laughs> did I meet you on the road yesterday? I have no idea. Like 9.45, were you going to work? Mm, um, I was in a big white truck, just mm, pulling out of the lumberyard. Oh, no, I went to town around... Noon. Yeah, I was not anywhere to be found at nine forty-five. Uh, there is another Saturn like Andy's in town. I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah, it yeah. Was... Now everybody knows what I drive. Oh, Corey. sorry. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll prompt you to finally buy a new car. You've been putting that off for ten years. Dude well, just dropped a hundred and fifty bucks into an oil change. Why would he get a new one? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite text ever. <laughs> You're that was like, th- I'm stress drinking right now. <laughs> I just look at my receipt. $149 for an oil change. I'm like, what the fuck? How did that happen? <laughs> You're like, well, they asked me if I need a new air filter. I said, yep. They're like, new wipers? Sure. Throw it out. You just said yes to everything. Well, I mean, I didn't think it this was going to so be $150. You're like, this is so stupid. I thought chains were supposed to be cheap. 
Because <laughs> I went to Jiffy Lube. It was my first time at Jiffy Lube. I thought that was the whole thing. It's no, like, you Jiffy no- Lube is known for fast, but not cheap. Well, I got learned to- the lesson the hard way. I went to a Valvoline drive-through when I was in college, and I saw Ooh. the I saw the prices outside. I'm like, okay, I want the thirty nine ninety nine oil change. They're like, drive on up, okay, whatever. They start doing shit, and like, this is why they want you to stay in your car because they pop your hood and they like pull your air filter out, like, and then they get their little like board of like salesman board yeah. of like a fresh one. This is what it should look like. This is what yours looks like. I'm gonna put it back. Put yeah. it back. I don't care how black mine is. I know it's supposed to be white. <laughs> No, no, I said no to everything. The guy was just like. I always <sighs> use the, my dad works at a Napa store line on them. So then I just, I'll do it myself, you know. Yep. I'm going to start using that line. Go for it. <laughs> my dad works at a they, Napa, they I gonna, know. They ain't going to fact check you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like degrees. That's right. Degrees? Well, you can oh. say you have oh. a degree, but, like, I know I have a diploma somewhere, but. I've never had an employer, right. like. I've ne- no call the college like, to confirm. It. Right. I mean, outside of like being a doctor, maybe you could do just about anything. Wasn't there a politician that got in trouble like a few years back for they found out that he like had made up or was it a CEO of some big corporation or something, but got in trouble because they found out like all his like education and stuff. He had just completely BS'd it. <laughs> I don't, for him. I don't remember that one, but it happened to a Notre Dame coach like probably in the early 2000s or something, George O'Leary. Maybe that's who Who then was. became a coach for the Vikings, but. He lied, like, having a degree was part of the requirement to be a head coach at Notre Dame. And he lied and said he had one. And then they found out that he didn't. And I mean, it was, like, three weeks later. Leo, like, oh, Leonardo sorry, DiCaprio forged a pilot's license. Ooh, yeah, nice. that's true. <laughs> Is that that movie, The Aviator? No, not The Aviator. Um, Catch me if you can. Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. Um, There was just a kid in the Middle East somewhere... It might have been India or something like that. Uh, he is 19, and he pulled off being a doctor for, like, six months. And any time he was questioned, he just said he was, like, a student um, observing. And the cops, like, keep bringing up the fact that he seemed to know his stuff. <laughs> like, he was really well, like, studied on the medicines. Did he, did he was... stay at a Hilton last night or whatever? Yeah. What's that commercial? Holiday Inn Express. Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... I watch Scrubs. So <laughs> right. I'm a doctor. <laughs> well, I mean, people watch like Law and Order and think they know everything about how the court system yeah. works. So, oh my God, that's my wife's biggest flaw. She watches, <laughs> she watches Criminal Minds. I cannot stand network dramas, let alone hour-long cop shows, where in 40 minutes of time, with if you took the commercials out. They find a murder, or they find someone who got murdered. Just every week, there's a new murder. Yep. They ask two people, you know, a couple of questions, and by 40 minutes, we got a guy in jail. <laughs> Everything's resolved. Kids are sleeping at night well again every single week. Like, they get it right every time. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty formulaic. It's, uh, but people love those shows. And they go on forever. It's one of those shows I was just going to say. They're in their like 13th or 14th exactly. season. Like, what? <laughs> of like doing crap. the same episode over and over again. Good guys win, bad guys lose. <laughs> well, Book it. And look at like right. Law and Order with all the spinoffs that they have and stuff. Right. I mean, they had the original and then they've had like what, Criminal Intent? Uh, and SVU. SVU. This and that SVU has been going on for 75 years, it seems like. <laughs> you know, they're on like the 17th cast. Well, and they, all the CSIs. Yeah. Look like, up the Mulaney bit on sexual victims unit or what's that called? It, SVU, yeah. Is it the no? That's something else. It's not actually standing for, but yeah, it's 
Special Victims Unit. Special Victims. And right. It's the one with Ice Cube. Yeah. Is that yep. him? Yeah. SVU, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's special victims, not sexual victims. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Special, sexual. Look up the Law and Order bit from Mulaney on his special new in town. Speaking of Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. So that episode of Saturday Night Live that you hyped. I also I put a disclaimer on there. You did put a disclaimer. I did. Uh, I loved What was the disclaimer? The that you, it might the, suck. If the episode sucks. Um, go watch, and I listed a couple of his specials because that's why I'm excited. Yeah, like his his opening monologue was the best part of the show. I disagreed, but um, it was very good. It was probably the second best of the year. The, and then you tweeted at me about some of the bits that you thought were good. Um, the transsexual waitress thing was kind of funny, but then like fell off at the end. Yeah, why? I, it, that's why it was funny at the uh, the end result because the guy he went to all that work just to get back at. <laughs> that's such a dumb premise that it's like when you explain it to somebody, it's hilarious. It might not be as funny when you're yeah, watching it. It was probably hilarious explaining it, but it didn't come across. When did TV. you when did you watch this live? Oh, on Saturday night. Damn. Why weren't we live? Like just going back and forth through text. You should have just been angrily texting. Because me. I shut it off about half hour in and went to sleep. No. Yeah. Oh, shit, you missed a lot of good things. Because I was so bored with it. <sighs> Whatever. No, there was... The lobster like, thing was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. They wrote that sketch in 2010 or 2009 when he was a writer at the show and he couldn't get it on, so he used his power as host to get it on. He uh, wrote that with Colin Jost, who is now the head writer, him and Michael Chayar, and they did, like, a Les Mis thing. That's why it was so, like, why are they doing Les Mis? That was five years ago. <laughs> The idea is um, the two guys are at a diner in New York, and one guy orders the lobster. And he's like, what the hell are you doing ordering a lobster at a diner? Like, that's disgusting. He's like, it's on the menu. He's like, ugh. And they wheel out a lobster played by Kenan Thompson, who's been at the diner for 35 years since it opened. They're like, they're going to kill this guy? He's like, (laughs) 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 see? It's funny. Then they do musical numbers about it and, like, choreograph dancing. I'm like, this is amazing. You just don't appreciate good art. <laughs> I guess. I Everyone guess. has a different taste. Yeah. No, but for real, um, his stand-up is second to none. So I don't. I, I, I saw like one of his stand-ups, and I was not impressed. Uh, I don't think he's funny. That's fine. <laughs> I I think he's one of the best in the business. A lot currently. of people do, but it just didn't resonate with me for some reason. What kind of comedy he's, do you do? You have any examples of what you do like? I have no idea what I, I, I like. I'm not that into comedy, he which may, might be like the problem that. in the first place. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. Speaking of great comedies, I watched Step Brothers the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> yup. For the first time in a lot of years. For the first time in a lot of years. Yep. <laughs> and This is Corey's favorite movie of all time. It's not. Drum- it's all, I, I hang out with Corey Drum- a lot. Drumline like, is the best movie of all time. Every time I hang out with Corey, somehow Step Brothers comes up. That is not true. <laughs> Almost every My wife time. quotes Step Brothers way more than I do. Well, between the two My of you, someone, someone's talking about Step Brothers. But anyway, I couldn't believe like how much I was laughing out loud. Like <laughs> As many times as I've seen it, I was like by myself in the living room like laughing out loud. My mm-hmm. wife had to ask me what the hell was wrong with me. Dude, I completely get it. Uh, about a month ago, Megan and I were just bumming around on a Sunday afternoon, and it was on the guide on FX or Comedy Central. And we watched about 10 minutes of it, and we're giggling, and I just 
I hit home. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> went to the menu, scrolled over to my video library. I'm like, we're watching this proper with swears. Right, yeah. And we ended up watching the whole thing. <laughs> Andy's never seen it, so, so he funny. criticizes it without having ever seen the movie. I feel like I've seen like bits and pieces, but I don't know. At this point, if, it, if it's been built up so hard by somebody, don't watch it. Right, exactly. You'll get it, because you'll disappoint, he'll get mad at you for not yeah. liking it. Yeah. Kind of like when you watched Drumline and didn't appreciate it. I tried really hard to like it. That is sad. Corey, you're still supposed to watch Cabin Boy. Don't forget that. And you're That's supposed a to good watch. Show. You're supposed to watch movie, right? The Apple. Is that what it was? Yeah, The Apple. Oh, yeah. I still have to watch Ca- The Apple. Cabin Boy's with uh, Chris Elliott. Yeah. That is the stupidest fucking movie. It is so bad. Chris Elliott. Don't you remember like the hype of it? Hand yes, there was out. so much hype. And then we all saw it. It's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want those two hours back. Speaking of punishments, so... Try to get out of yours. That's not at all true. I was just trying to get some... some, uh, Are we doing this? Some interaction going on on our Twitter Twitter page. Are we doing the NASCAR bit now? Oh, yeah, you are. I didn't get that thing loaded. Giggity! That, it really, is so funny, it though. It is funny. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. You should probably share that to the Facebook page, Corey. So, I will. So, I'll tell the backstory. Uh, Saturday, uh, for the few outstate... Actually, we got a lot of listeners on the West Coast and, and on the East Coast. We're not just a cornfield podcast here. We got hoes in different area codes. Uh, for those of you outside of Minnesota, we got a shit ton of snow again. A fucking shit ton. Um, I think they said it's like... It got dark for Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had to talk Andy off the ledge. Um, like, we're talking like blizzard of historic proportions that they're... For April. For April. They're comparing it to like the 91 Halloween blizzard. Right. It's more memorable for me than, obviously, I was only... (laughs) Yeah. But and I, no, I mean, like, people are saying that. People who were, like, 15 back then. Yeah. They're like, this one's worse. So I went outside to clear my driveway, and it was such a wet, sloppy shit mess that it kept plugging up my snowblower. Really? Yeah. So you had to shovel it? So I made the boys come out, and we were shoveling. <laughs> I'm 40. I wasn't going to have a heart attack. My 1975 snapper took her like a champ. It's because it's a what year? That's why. Were you born in 75? No, 76. Oh. <laughs> mine's like, <laughs> My a, mine's like a 19... Oh, it's probably a mid-80s, probably. Yeah, do you got to plug it in to get the electric start to work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. I know. I see some people who just press a button without plugging it. I'm like, where's your extension cord? Yeah. <laughs> No, mine usually does a really good job. The the belt is a little war, so that might have had something to do with it. But yeah. You need to get yourself a Dan. I send mine over to him. Every, I've got a Kurt, and he usually s- does a pretty good job every on Every spring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get I got, a I got an Allen, and he just gives me a damn shovel. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, sorry, I let you finish. But anyway, so by the time I... So I went out at like 9 o'clock, and it ended up taking us like three hours to get this shit cleared out of there just enough to get three fucking cars out and an area for the dog to shit is like literally all we cleared and i go in the house and whatever make breakfast and all of a sudden i'm like fuck it's quarter after 12 what time is the race on 
please be one o'clock. Please be one o'clock. <laughs> Thirty-four laps in. They moved it. Shit. Oh. They moved it too. It was scheduled to be at one o'clock our time, and they moved it up because of rain. Oh, them bastards! And it sucks because I was really looking forward to this race, and they ended up having to finish it the next day. Right. Mm. So yeah, that's that sucks. So I send a message to you two clowns, saying. Oh, I guess I lost NASCAR this week. I forgot to set my lineup, which reminded Andy that he hadn't set his either. <laughs> well, my my weekly schedule was so fucked up. I came down to the prairie like last Friday and stayed the weekend, the and I didn't even realize it was fucking Sunday. I was like, my schedule was so screwed up. I thought it was still like Saturday or something. This damn weather is just yeah. I was screwing everything off. So depressing. depressed on Saturday or whatever, I but I couldn't hardly move. I've I've absolutely had it. I mean, I was so. Damn mad on Sunday clearing that snow. God, and then it snowed again today. I was driving through a blizzard, as Andy would call it. It was just snow. It was a fucking blizzard. But I'm just over it. I'm so ready to just pack up my shit and move south and not have to deal with this stuff anymore. This is like once every I don't care. I don't care. I'm done with it. I don't. The fact that there's a possibility that can happen. Like, why... Why the hell do we live here? (laughs) Why do you live in a place where that's a possibility? Because of your parents putting you here, and then wives that don't want to try new things move outwards. (laughs) So you buy a house, and then they realize, you know, maybe maybe we should have looked at... Yeah, I know! (laughs) We're here now, though. Anyway. Putting down roots. So Andy and I forgot to put in our NASCAR lineup, so we lost. And that's unprecedented. We've never had two people actually lose, except for the <laughs> pod or for the five k thing. So I had kind of accepted the fact that we're gonna have a double punishment. But I thought to kind of get some traffic going on our Twitter account, I, I put the poll out there to see uh, what people thought we should do. And uh, I think I'm the only one who responded. No, I we voted. had we had like ten votes. Oh, I meant as in comment. <laughs> yeah, like how you replied as the Pilsner podcast to no, the Pilsner. I didn't. P- Someone did. Pretty sure. So DJ Bad Boy Tim re- responded. <laughs> we had that's right. We had ten that. ten votes. Uh, seven people voted for a double punishment, which meant um, three people, meaning you two both voted. I'd, I voted for double. Oh. I voted for no punishment. <laughs> of course you would. Why I've, not? <laughs> I voted double. Just, just in case it would skew your way, you'd have that argument with me. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'd try it too. <laughs> yep. So so what do you have for us, Tim? What is the double punishment for Andrew and I this week? Well, what do you guys think it should be? What? I'm not kissing him. <laughs> <laughs> but you're naked already, so why not? <laughs> well... Andy, you owe us one mushroom and Swiss burger. Yes, that's correct. Uh, make it two next week. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, you're not really taking it so hard, so I know you're not too bummed about that. I mean, I'm not happy about it. I'm Okay, so you talked about going and doing that at Outlaws. Yeah, tonight I just figure throw the uh, recorder down in the middle of the table, hit record. Uh, maybe you take some video on your phone. Well, that's fine and dandy, except for Bonus the fact episode. that Andy has... Expressed that he may very well vomit from eating this. I'm not gonna vomit. You won't. No. Okay. And that's I why I was like, do we want Andy throwing up from eating a burger and Outlaws? And they'll look like I they'll see mushrooms. that he has a beer. Like this guy's drunk. Get him I out. It's family. I time. mean, <laughs> our podcast A R E. 
just thought of that. Our podcast. Our podcast. A R E. People spelling on Facebook is atrocious. We might as well do it. <laughs> a- Adam, do you know what we're talking about? We might the people as well. on on Facebook that when they're saying might as well, they'll do mind as well. <laughs> or when they're talking about our, they'll do A R E R. I've seen people right. when they say damn, like the swearing, they'll put a B at the after the M. What? Oh wait, after the N. Sorry. They'll go D A M N B. Damn. That's weird. Yeah. Them people are just dumb. The only thing about like doing it at all is where I'd feel kind of bad is if I just have to make sure like none of the staff is around because I'm going to be like, this is fucking disgusting. Oh, there's like, if we go right away. We don't want to offend them. Right. You don't want to be like. I was just there with you. It was, we'll have to do it itself. We could explain it to them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, this guy's going to be gagging and choking (laughs) on your burger. It's not you, it's the mushroom. I have full <laughs> confidence in you that you're not going to be audibly like, oh my God. You're going to hold it in. You're going to be like, oh. Put a lot of guys. ketchup on it. That's about how you're going to be. <laughs> I might be. You're not going to scream well, at Well, eating two of them, I'm not so worried as to like having to do double grossness. I'm just like, that's a lot of food. Fucking don't eat lunch then. That's your punishment. Two Man. in a row. Let's and we'll make a little bonus podcast that we'll post on a Saturday morning. What's All right. Maybe, maybe you should What's have a mushroom punishment? burger like from White Castle. Then they're really, really small. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Corey. I'm spinning the wheel in my head right now because I thought about 50 of them. I'm going to give you the choice between two of them. All right. Before the 5K, you can drink half a gallon of whole milk. <laughs> okay. We, or we have a very nice um, upstart music venue in town uh, that hosts an open mic Yes, that says a lot of times they're open to everyone, comedians, poets, what what have you. You can do three minutes of stand-up at an open mic at Done. (laughs) Done. Oh, yes. And you have to record it on your voice app and all that stuff. I will do that on the condition that you guys come along. I'll be there. In the I'll audience. video it. I'll do a set with you. You can open for me. Hey, Fair enough. Yeah, cool. I'll get some guys coming down too. It'll be my triumphant I'm gonna, return. Can I? Do I have to do original material or can I yes. completely rip off? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to write three to five minutes of original material. All right. It has to be oh, at boy. least three minutes. Okay. We're going to pack that sucker, but I feel like I looked on our website and there just hasn't been anything for a while. I'm like, oh, I must have died off. I'm in. I'll do I that. I thought was supposed to do it once a month. No? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe if, if, nothing happens, if nothing happens, we'll find an open mic in okay. the area for you to go to. Yeah, I don't care. Do all of them have them like once yeah, every at the, the grand. grand. Yep. It's I'm in. Ocho's on that one, yep. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on the ones that I did. There was a stand-up guy up there one time. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to be funny. All I gotta do is go up there and talk for three minutes. Can do this. Going to the one in New Alma is great because there's this guy named Memphis Mike and he's fantastic. Memphis Steve. Memphis Steve. Oh boy, he is Steve. Fantastic. I mean, I will, I will, I will (laughs) tell you, Tim, that I will put a a solid effort into trying to be funny. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not gonna. But well, once she gets it up there you have to go to the first available one you have to drop everything unless it's a kid related thing you can't just be like well me and the wife are thinking about leaving to go to well what night of the week does she normally have i think it's the weekends okay so you should be good unless it's like you know my kid's concert or whatever 
Yeah, as long as we're not, and then we're going to be on vacation, so. Right. So we'll, we'll cancel do that. vacation. Yep, cancel that. Sorry, Chrissy. We're going to open mic. We're going we're to do gonna it for the pod. Really pump it up. I'll get Zach to come down, maybe. He'll do a set. He just opened for Randy from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> so did uh, Johnny Christensen or Johnny Kicker. Did he? Yep. Okay, I don't know who My that brother is. went to that show. Nice. So. Zach's a Root Troop guy, you know. Calls yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a quick 30 second save break and then we'll come right back with this beer. I think it's funny that we do a full-blown NASCAR segment, but we don't talk about racing. The racing, yeah, the actual race at all. We go straight to the punishment. Well, we've got... uh, Zero of our listeners have any idea what we'll be talking about anyway. Uh, I do have Paul Menard's pit crew guy caught a tire. (laughs) Okay. There, that's NASCAR talk. All right, and Kyle Busch won. The the what? Kyle Busch won? Caught a tire that was like... Rowdy. Running rampant and gonna kill somebody and the guy like caught it wow i saw in an indycar one that a guy one of the pit crew got like run his leg run over as the guy was taking away and like snapped it in half see wasn't that just recently yeah just recently you want to talk about athletes and racing the pit crew guys are probably more athletes than yeah the drivers are or i would argue yeah yeah it's a tough job yeah i would not want that job I'd much rather be the driver than the pit crew guy. Oh, for sure. The driver's more fun. <laughs> right, then you get to play video games to train. But I just feel like there's more pressure on the pit crew guys. Like, right. Drivers have, like, five hours to exhibit their skill. And the pit crew guys have, like, total, like, a ten minute. Ten seconds? Like, like five, that. like, ten seconds for five times. I wonder if you have, like... What is the average pit stop? I think it's, like, 15 NASCAR. seconds, something like that. Kay. Hey, Tim, what's the and average there's, pit like, stop five time? and you got to quick go through. I don't know that. Oh, wouldn't I mean? Do you think oh, you have to work your way up on the pit crew? I'd imagine. Like, what do you think is like? Nope, the, you're just born and then they put you there. No, I'm just. I, so, what do you think is like the bottom <laughs> job on the pit crew? Uh, uh probably, okay. probably like changing oil, broom. No, I'm, they don't change oil in the middle of a race. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that runs the broom, a broom. Yeah, they sweep up the lug nuts. Haven't you seen that? No, I haven't. Yeah. After the car drives away, they... Or the last time I... That's a real watch NASCAR. thing. I have no I've idea. Seen pit guys... So where do you think, like, the guy that carries around the gas can ranks? Or is that just the strongest That's guy the, on the yeah, team? Yeah, I was going to say, he's got to be built, because, holy crap, how many gallons is that? It's got to be holding quite a few. 15, 20 gallons? At least, right? Guessing? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, I like how everyone keeps looking at me for reassurance. I don't know the technical things well, about the this. you're the only guy that knows or cares anything about NASCAR. If there ain't money or stupid pet tricks involved, Andy and I don't care. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fun okay, to watch. So, like, 15 gallons sounds right at, like, what, 8 pounds a gallon? 8, 9 pounds a gallon. I mean, that's, like, 120 pounds. That you're awkwardly holding Right. <laughs> like, that's, like, in. two and a half, or no, that's, like, half of a quarry. <laughs> not quite not quite i went back i went the wrong way for a second there <laughs> thank you springfield math yeah let's talk about this beer delicious it is really 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 good can't this read maestro is a clarity of perfect uh, uh, sorry a clarity of purpose <laughs> it could be might as well be called that uh, yeah, perfect is what I was like. 
it is a, a great beer. I just put it on untapped as 4.25. It is a distinctly haze-free IPA that is a collaboration between Surly Brewery and Andy's Brewery. Uh, Part owner. Fair State Brewing Cooperative. Um, 7.2 ABV. Very pretty can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going right up on that shelf. And a awesome all-around, like, I was 18 inches away from the can as I was pouring it, and you could smell it already, and it smelled wonderful. Um, Flavor-wise, it's real citrusy, kind of floral. I am going to give this, I mean, this is a perfect summer beer for one. It's got a haze taste, but looks like a Bud Light pour. Uh, it's a little darker than what right. a Bud Light would be. It but, does look like a domestic. But it is, yes. but it is, looks like just a lager poured into the, into a hence the name clarity of purpose like yeah. they on purpose made it yeah. clear instead of hazy but it almost tastes like super juicy like a hazy is right, oh, when i tasted mm-hmm. it i thought of hazy beers right what i think they did i'm not 100 percent sure on this but i think they brewed like a hazy and then like put it in a centrifuge and then do you know what that is nope it's like when you put something in this machine and it spins it really fast it so separates like, it. it separates it so they separated out, like, the hazy bits and then just took out the clear stuff, but it still had, like, the flavor from the hazy bits. I think that's what they did, but I'm not 100% sure. Goddamn good huh. brewing people up there. Have you heard that? Is that your theory? That's my theory. That makes sense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I feel like I have, like... So you like, could be completely wrong. Could, that could be completely wrong, people. I'm not really sure. Best well, you the own the brewery. Uh, I mean, yeah. in it, so. Why don't you just get a meeting with the owner? All right. I am the owner. <laughs> the official owner <laughs> with the suit and briefcase. So, yeah. as far as ranking, I am going to give this beer a solid... Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.6. I was going to go 4.3. I'll go 4.5. 4.5 meaning great, could drink just this and be happy. I mean, I because I'm, I'm assuming it's a limited release. Yes. When I went to buy these at the liquor store, it was limit one. Right. Wow. I could only buy one and four that, pack and that, at a time. And that does play into my ranking because <laughs> because I know it's only around for a short while, I would make it a priority to, to find this if I knew I could get it somewhere. Yeah. I asked uh, the day it went on shelves, I called New Ulm, who's the nearest Fair State people, and they hadn't even heard of it. Right. It's possible that they have it by now, but it's gone if they did. Well, uh, in New Ulm, it might not be. I'm, I'd be surprised if they even got any because I don't think they got any. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think they got any um, Spirit Fowl when that came out. I swear to God, they did. I I vaguely remember seeing that can and passing on it, a polka really? dotted can, and not knowing what it is, right? Because it didn't say what it was. I rem I remember I was telling Adam that after hours one night. I'm like, I think I saw it there. And I passed, and I grabbed just the regular Fair State IPA that night. This right might be the. Very Very close to the spirit fall. A little more bitter on the back end than the spirit fall yeah. was, but I don't remember spirit fall, you know, enough. Spirit fall was so good. Mm-hmm. That's the best beer I've ever had. It even gets my wife, who doesn't like anything IPA related, she's like, "Holy shit!" When she had it, it's that good. Even a non-craft beer drinker likes spirit fall. They just don't know it. Too bad it'll probably never be available again. I'm sure it will. I don't know if it will. They'll bring it back in like three years, like yeah. off the shelves or whatever. The only thing that scares me is that it was that it was also a collab 
with another brewery, so it's not like oh. they'd probably have to get permission from the other brewery to like do it. Well, it could do something that's like. Can't you do the exact same thing and brand it as something else with the same ingredients? I guess you could, but I th- feel like most people have like integrity when it comes to collaborations. And I feel stuff. like Spiritfall and like what they're. I mean, doing that's right what now. they're trying to do with the Mirror Universe, kind of. Yeah, and it's Mirror Universe it's, is it's a very damn good. good beer. I feel it's like not it, as good as Spiritfall. If Spiritfall, if they decided to like, hey, let's work with this company, let's try to go national with this, it would work. Yeah. I like this better than the Mirror Universe, this one. I think I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Very good. I mean, certainly is probably my favorite brewery, just for the fact that, A, availability out here in the middle of nowhere, and, B, I mean, I don't know that I've ever had a beer from them that I didn't like. Well. Hell. Overrated. Hell. West Coast. Yeah, but even those weren't, like, terrible. Right. I mean, overrated, I always said, it was a proper name for it. It wasn't. And Hell's just, it's not because of, like, Surly. It's because the style of beer is just right. fucking boring. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, this is a good beer, for sure. Um, yeah. 4.6. <laughs> I lost my train of thought, so I quickly changed the subject. I lost my tank of thought. I don't think you guys gave the s'mores beer actual ratings last week. I gave it a one. I did. I ranked it as yeah. like a three and a half. Maybe or I still remember that. I remember saying that um, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I remember saying you said you like didn't that. hate it. Right. You're, you're right. coming around, Tim. Coming around. No, coming just around. on that one. I that one like was to. very sweet, though. I mean, I would it, like to, for sure. Because that opens up a whole new world. Right. I got another one I'm going to try to get. It was released last weekend, and it's Crawlers Only at the Tap Room at Modest. What style? It's a stout. But I'm not going to tell you how special it is or what makes it special. I hope I but like I don't it. know if I'll be able to get it, because it was released last weekend, mm-hmm. and they only did so many Crawlers. So well, I got... It's my first stop when I go back up. I have a big weekend. When the weather allows you to get back up. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it's record store day this weekend, so I'll oh, be in shit. Mankato. I'll be there. I'll be sitting in line at Toontown about 6 a.m. probably, maybe 5.30. Depends on how early I want to wake up. But then I got a whole day ahead of me in Mankato. In I'm, a normal April, that wouldn't be a bad... Day. I don't know how to dress. This is going to be weird. Yeah. I mean, I always know to bring um, an extra iPhone battery, one of those plug-in things. It's supposed to be, like... Portable batteries. I mean, I know they're talking, <laughs> like, a high of 50 on Saturday, but or mm-hmm. high 40s, right. which is bullshit, because normally this time of year we should be touching 70. Yeah, we should be in the 60s solid. Right. What's the average temp like? Average temp is, is about 55. I just looked this up. Oh, okay. So we shouldn't be in the 70s quite yet. Yeah, yeah well, we should be having... It. We should have a pretty consistent... Upper 60s, by the time you get the heat from the sun, right? it's feeling pretty damn good. And, and this we should have not. all the frost out of the ground, but that's not. Last year we had hail on March 6th. We did. Huh. Thank you, Mr. This year we Newman's had hail on April. This year we had a- hail on April 14th or 13th. I feel like yeah. the sun is as high in the sky right now as it is in, like, August 20th. 
don't know what you're talking Isn't about. that crazy? It's probably a fair assumption because... No, I be, think it's, like, right. It'll get to its highest point, and then by April it's coming back down. What? No. Summer. What's the first day of summer? Like June 23rd or something like that? Right. Yeah, that's your longest day of the year. Right. So we're on the downswing by August, so you might be right. I know Days I'm right. Days are getting shorter, yeah. Because we're, like, as far into spring as we are, like, away from fall. Right, yeah. That's what I said. Okay. You're probably right. Thank you. I, th- I think I know I'm right, Corey. Oh. I thought you were saying... You said April. I thought you were saying it sarcastically. No, I'm not being sarcastic. Oh. I'm being honest about how fucked up this is. Yeah. Like, it is not as warm as it is in August right now. Um, <laughs> Let's hope August is, like, so, 10 days. I talked about all this right? damn snow we got, but... Did you get hail at your place, Adam? Yeah. The 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 morning of Friday the morning. snowstorm. Yeah. So we went from like severe thunderstorm warnings to blizzard warnings in like twelve hours. Did you see right? that picture yes. I put on Twitter of all the warnings like yeah, all it was the crazy. weird warnings? <laughs> we had hail in <laughs> Sanborn three times on Friday. Yeah, that's about how many times it yeah. hailed here in town. Yeah. You know, never any bigger than, like, pea size. Yeah, even smaller than pea. We moved our trucks into the warehouses just in case, like our personal vehicles. We bought my... So we bought a new car for my wife, and she was, like, freaking out because of the hail, but I, like, assured her. I'm like, it's small. It's not going to hurt nothing. It's not going to damage anything. It's coming straight down. Yeah. So... And I checked. There was no dents on it, so she's happy, but... I I heard there was hail coming because the salesman told us it was falling golf ball size in Sioux Falls. Whoa. So. Ice full of shit. Anyway. Maybe he said ping pong ball. Does that make it better? He's still full of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, maybe it was Brookings. I don't remember. A uh, salesman. Anyways, uh, I that prompted me because it wasn't here yet. It was moving our way. Yeah. I went online and checked my policy. And... <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll just ride this one right. out and just get some, <laughs> just let her buck and just, you know, not bring it inside. And I'm like, I think I have full coverage. And I check and I do have full coverage, but I have a $500 deductible. I'm like, not worth it. Well, I, of course, on. Comprehensive, too. Not just, I learned all about these terms. <laughs> <laughs> not just colli- collision. I got comprehensive, too. Comprehensive is what you need to cover the hail. Right. And yeah. I have that, but there's the big deductible. I'm like. Nah, I don't want to spend five hundred. Well, you talk about five hundred on Wednesday of last week, so two days before the storm, I stopped in and raised my deductible from five hundred to a thousand. Why? Mm-hmm. Lower your because premium? it lowers the premium. I don't know how this stuff works. That's why I asked why. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I always look at it this way: Can you afford the deductible? That's what you get. That's well, that was kind of the way I thought when he told me what it was you know, going to save me on your I don't annual. Know if I'm right. When he so, told me what it, Adam, I pulled my truck in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when I talked to my agent, when he told me what it was going to save me on my annual premium yeah. compared to, I'm like, okay, in the event something happens, I got to pay a thousand bucks. Yeah, it's, I'll take that. Swing that. Yeah, yeah. I'll swing that. I'll take that trade off or whatever. Um, and then, of course, two days later, it's hailing, and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So back to my original story here. We're. I wrote it down just to keep track. It's record store day. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, a little bit of a tangent there. Um, I'm not talking about record store day. I was saying that um, I might, because I have a whole day after, like, I'm going to be out of the store at, like, 9.15. I'll have made all of my purchases because I'm running in and grabbing all my shit and going. It's like Black Friday, but for record nerds. 
Um, I'm gonna meet up with Mike later that day. You know. Do you have any records on like on your list? Oh yeah, they they have the list. There's about 500 things on the list. I want like I highlighted like 30 things, and I have the motherload. Like that's the one I'm going after for sure. But I'm Will gonna you kill somebody for the right record. Um... <laughs> Murder. Okay, no. kill might be a strong word. Would you maim somebody? Would oh. you break a leg? Would, at this point, would you push an old of, lady out of the way? I've been chasing this one for over ten years. Oh wow! What is it? It's Ben Queller's Shasha. Eh, whatever. I don't know why. How I'm, do you know they have it? Um. Okay. So here's how it works. Record Store Day. They release the list of what net nationwide, right? And then independent record stores get to try to place an order, and they try to get what they want, and sometimes it doesn't always work out. They're making 1,200 copies of this album on vinyl. It was pressed to vinyl when it came out in 2002 in Japan only, so there's a few floating around, and they made a very small amount back then too, and you can buy them used, the original ones, but they want like $250 for them. Oh. Yeah, so I'd Whoa. be walking into the store and getting it for like 30 so do you want this album for pure collector's value? Or I'll listen it, to it a Or is lot. it something that you want? I, I've been listening to it. It's on almost, like, a song from that album has been on almost every playlist I've ever made okay. since it came out. Like, I just, I love this record. And the guy, I don't think he owns the rights to it. He even said on Twitter when somebody said, like, last year, um, you should repress this, you know, put it on vinyl. It's a, and he goes, ha, fat chance, even I only have one copy of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And all of a sudden, it popped up on the Record Store Day list this year. I'm like, good God. There it is. Yep. And then there's also uh, Adam Sandler's uh, uh, They're All Gonna Laugh at You. They're making 3,000 copies of that on vinyl. I'm like, okay, I need that, too. That's number two. <laughs> I like Adam Sandler. <laughs> His comedy albums are funny, too. So are you uh, going to see any movies this weekend? That's what I... Yeah, so I'm going to meet up with Mike, and we're going to go see Super Troopers 2... It'll be my second viewing because I have a plan to see it Friday night as well on 420. And this will be a, a nice straight viewing of it. It'll be good. And, uh, yeah, so what I was trying to say, you were saying you have crawlers and all that stuff you're trying to get. I might – do you guys have requests? Mankato Brewery, Medelia Brewery, New Ulm, anything like that? I might just swing through all those places on my roundabout. I don't day. know what – Medelia Brewery has it all. I haven't right. seen I'm any. I'm sure they have. You should get their IP or whatever. I'm sure yeah, they I'm have just to like, get a growler or that. If yeah. I swing that way, yeah. Okay. I mean, unless. I'll try to make a if, point. If uh, yeah. Mankato has any, like, taproom exclusives, I That's, don't know. I don't think they do. That's the thing. I think right. everything, like, I've basically been able to have everything except for, we were talking about earlier tonight, the hibiscus. I have not had that yet. Yeah, get that. Hibiscus yeah. Mad Butcher, right? Uh, for IPA? Yeah, yeah, or, or and they have they have a session IPA that's like three point one percent. It's real low ABV. I I had that once. It was just okay. Oh, that sounds dreamy, man. Some of these beers, I know having just beers you can just crush. That's why Citra is so good. You can just pound like I, six of them and just feel not completely because it's wasted. like four point two right. percent. Right, perfect. Looking for a beer like that tonight, and I got frustrated because every bottle I pulled out. I said, let's just get something that we haven't had yet on the show officially. We had this on Black. I'm like, you know what? I know this is going to be expired because I've seen it at the store for so long. Let me do my part and get it out of here. And it's like 8%. Right. But I'm looking forward to now summertime. If we ever ever get summertime in Minnesota, 
when the citra will come back out in the 12 ounce 12 packs i mean they have them in the cities for like all the time oh really yeah. i don't see them around here at all um yeah and i've seen like i'm a fan of summit saga as just a regular nice sitting around beer and i've seen 12 packs of that in cans can't get that anywhere around here though. So the cans, my, right? Right. It can only get. I can only find six packs locally in bottles. Right. And I've, he's got the EPA in twelve packs. I'm like, nobody cares about EPA. So my friend Mike owns the farmhouse restaurant over in Wanda. Shout and, out, Mike. Wanda. He had asked me, and I think I told you he asked me for some beer suggestions, and one of the ones I told him was the Summit Saga. And he texted me like two weeks ago and told me that people said that the Summit Saga tasted like feet and was disgusting. Oh, oh no. What? I need to go over there and chug them. <laughs> but he did. But then I, when we went over there like the next night, he did tell me that it was like uh, his waitress and like some of the wait staff was the ones that tried it. And they don't drink those types of beers. So you can take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, because that's, like, the basic standard, like... That's I looking think. a little chunky there, Andy. Oh, it is It is chunky AF. That's a new... This one, Stone is new, if you want that one, because I know he got that, like, a I wish this Hopdish had a brood on date or, like, drink by date. Oh, yeah, you know it's old. I just... I'm going to do my part and get it out of there, I think. Right. That's totally respectable. August of 2016. Probably, honestly. <laughs> it is. This is this is chunkier than, um... Todd? Ha- that, um... The Todd, Yeah. Remember I was telling you guys that? Nobody responded back to my tweet. I'm like, the Todds that he got in stock in Springfield, none of them had chunks in it. What the hell were we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> These chunks are concerning to me. Look at that big black <laughs> chunk at the bottom. <laughs> Just drink it, Drew. Drink it. You can do it's it. It's alcohol, man. So It's I, little bits of mushroom. You remind me... <laughs> I just brewed beer for the first time this weekend. What? Oh, you did? You didn't tell us about it? Last Friday, um, which, by the way, Mr. Beer Kit, I've seen a lot of cool, like, beer kits online, and a lot of them have you, like, working with hops and stuff. Nope. This one is just straight up, like, take your can opener, open this can of wort, and it's just slimy. And you dump it into this pot, and then you pour some water on it, and you boil it for a while. Meanwhile, you're supposed to be like, while it's starting to boil, clean out this, clean out that. Anything that's going to touch it has the potential to infect it with bacteria and all that shit. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's... (laughs) I'm so nervous about this. I'm like, I'm going to hurt myself drinking this beer. (laughs) And then, of course, I didn't know they're they're like, it has to be cold water mixed with it between, uh, like, something like 34 and 55 degrees. And I look in, like, the gallons of water that I had. I've been having them just sit out. I'm like, oh, crap. So I run <laughs> and I just b- dig a thing in the snow and sit, throw some snow on top of it. I get it down to 55 degrees. Because apparently I had told somebody about this. And he goes, oh, yeah, it has to be. I'm like, what, what does it do? He goes, ooh. He goes, well, about 10 years ago when those kits first came out, um, I waited for my wife to leave for the weekend, and I'm like, I'm finally going to brew this beer. And he brew his beer. <laughs> he dumped the water on, ignored the cold rating, and it blew up onto his ceiling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was flirting with disaster because I got mine to exactly the max that they recommended for warmth. I got mine down with a meat thermometer to 55. <laughs> 
<laughs> Megan would have killed you. That would right. have been amazing. All right. Well, no, because it was her kit that she gave me for yeah, Christmas. This is what you get. Oh, so you would have thrown the blame on her. <laughs> the whole, the funniest thing is, um, she's like not feeling the greatest lately. She was sleeping in. Why the is evening. she not feeling the greatest? Have uh, we talked about this on air? No, we haven't. Um. Because she's expecting currently. Oh, what? Congratulations. congratulations. We think it's going to be a child. DJ bad boy Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time to update that Twitter handle now that you're going to be a father. Take the take the cigarette and knife emoji out of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, leave that in there. I know. I was like, what's the most white trash emoji you should I can find? Change it, change it to DJ daddy Tim. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay, so. T-Y-M, as we discussed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. So she was literally like 20 feet away from the kitchen, sleeping on a couch as I was making this, and it reeked. Yeah. And I had cleaned up the entire house, like made a bunch of noise doing all this stuff, and turned on like scent things and stuff. When she woke up, she had no idea. <laughs> Crazy. That night I go... She's like, what'd you do this afternoon? I'm like, well, I was trying to be quiet. I'm sorry if I kept you up. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, I brewed beer. I emptied the dishwasher. That was loud. And she's like, you brewed beer? <laughs> like, that's the smell. <laughs> so when is the beer supposed to be ready? In uh, May 4th, I bottle it. And then three weeks after that. Okay. So you didn't correlate it with your wife's like due date? <laughs> that would have been the perfect planning. Yeah. So I just waited longer. She's due in October. Okay. Well, you can do okay. a second batch by then. Um, do you know what style it is? Um, yeah, North... <laughs> Human? Uh, northeast, oh, uh, the beer. I thought you were talking about the baby. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say before. We're expecting, we think it's going to be a child. We think it's a child. Could be a dog. Be, be okay with that, <laughs> too. <laughs> as long as it's not a redhead, I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, as the father, as the father of a redhead, <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I don't. Oh man, I'm talking pure. Oh, Sean okay. White, dark. I don't oh. even think of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna name it Sean? <laughs> I don't know, Andy. After I your favorite snowboard. I thought we were gonna name it either Tam or <laughs> we. We're gonna name it as if we get a say in it, Andy. Tom? We are gonna name it either Tam or Tom. I'm trying or, to go or with Tam. A, I'm trying Tam. to go with a dog name. I want like Baxter or Winston for sure, and then I want to name a good one. Then I want to name all my dogs like Jeff and Steve. Right, and, and that's the way to do it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I brilliant. will fully support you in that. Right. Yeah. If uh, if we were, well, we're not having any more children, but uh, you and me, we no, can talk me about and this my off. wife. <laughs> talk about off air. We had we had always said that we would name our next child Jacoby, <laughs> Jacoby Jensen. But it's a great name. That will not JJ. be that will not be happening. No more kids for the Jensens. No more kids My for the Jensens. One chance to have a kid named after me. She does have, she does have a little bit of baby fever, I think. And uh, I said I'd rather get a dog, another dog. But then I second guessed that and thought, no, maybe I'd rather have a baby. But, <laughs> But, Who takes uh, care of your pup more when it has to go outside? You or her? Uh, I mean, kids? when equally when you're at home. Because obviously you were away for a while. I mean, it, it's kind of whoever is, like... Do you got a leash situation out there? Like, or do you? Just, we put her on a lead. 
So it's like literally open the door, hook her up to lead, and let her out. Uh, okay, it's been basically I take care of everything um, <coughs> for the most part. Uh, she does a, a little bit here and there, but it's and I've gotten it to the point where I walk out no leash anymore, just run out, and I just stand out there with her, and she runs around in the snow and has fun, and then I'm like, all right, let's go, and she sprints back at me. I mean, the thing... Megan is still at the point, sorry to interrupt you, where she's like, I will not take her out without a leash. Where is your dog tonight? uh, She's with Megan right now. Oh, okay. So... (laughs) They're out. They'll be back later. The Because she's afraid the dog's going to run away, or what? Yeah. The difference between dogs and babies, though... Is like people will volunteer to babysit a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like when we're going, I'm the opposite. So we're going to uh, the state speech tournament this weekend, and like, so Chrissy's brother offered like, "Hey, maybe you guys want to come up and spend the night at our place? We'll go out dinner, what not, all that stuff." Well, then it's like we got to find someone to watch the damn dog. Then if we're gonna do that. What about about Kurt? That's what I do. Yeah, right. My parents love my dog. And so we're like, oh, we could kennel her, but then you got to be back at like a certain time to pick her up from the kennel on Saturday. And it's just. Where's the kennel? Isn't there a person that dog sits around here? Yeah, where's the kennel? Well, the. the, Fairfax? The vet will do it, but then it's like the weekend. Uh, But the one in New Ulm, you can actually pick up, they have set pickup times on weekends. So, like, if you leave them there on a Friday night, on Saturday, you have, like, three set times mm-hmm. that you can pick up. And, like, the latest pickup time is 8 o'clock. And I said, well, if Colton makes finals and, and you know, all of a sudden it's 5 o'clock and we got to, oh, sorry, Colton, we can't stick around for finals because we got to go pick up the dog, you know. Yeah, I think it, he'd be cool with it. It's like yeah. a, a <laughs> damn baby would be easier to deal with than a, another freaking dog. Well, get a pet-friendly hotel. Or... Like what I said, I think someone in town here dog sits. Why don't you just stay with your brother-in-law? Crickets. And do what with the dog? <laughs> and do what with the dog? Bring the dog to their place. I don't think that's an option. <sighs> anyway. All right, you guys no more me. dogs, no more babies in the Jensen household. No more dogs, really. You're no. never going to not have dogs a dog. Dogs are a pain in the ass. Like, I hate my cats, but at least they're not a fucking dog. Like... The only Shut way your I'd, fucking mouth. The only, <laughs> the only way I'd have a dog is if I lived on a farm and could let it run around outside. That's just a fucking joke. Which I don't, and that's why I don't have a dog. Oh, my God. No, dogs, really? Like, cats, as soon as you walk if, into if, a house, if, you're like, yep, somebody's got a cat. Yep. A cat lives here because they stink, and they piss, and they poop. And I it, will, can, I will. At least they do it inside, I've and never, mostly in a box. I've never noticed that at mostly. Andy's house. Like, I've never <laughs> gone to Andy's house and been like, a cat lives here. Thanks, Corey. Your stand-up's going to suck. <laughs> we get. We no, get. but seriously, like, a dog you get to play with, a cat wants nothing to do with you, ever. Oh, my cats love to play. Uh-huh. Everybody's got special cats. Everybody mm, thinks their cats are special. I don't know. Special. They run around, chase things. They go crazy. I don't know. They're fucking weird. Yeah. Cats I mean, dogs bony. are significantly cooler, except for the part where they can't let them. They can't like go to the bathroom in a box. So well, they probably saying, could if you would train them to. I don't yeah. think they can. I'm training my dog to do all kinds of shit. So you're saying you're a cat person? So not a cat person. I'm losing. I don't respect like my cats. That's the truth. Oh. Let's get that clear. <laughs> 
hate my cats. They barf <laughs> everywhere. They shed so fucking much. Listen to this. I'm working on this. As does my dog. But I don't have to let it out to go to the bathroom. Sit. Got it. Speak. Shake. Shake. Speak. Sit. Sit. Speak. This is compelling podcasting. My dog is badass. Right. Can it poop in a box? <laughs> Until it can poop in a box, it's worthless. You know what we call the outside box. Right. Dogs are awesome. So with the new gig, I'm officing at home now. Right. So I've had a few days where I literally have been like on the desk at the at home working. That dog don't do shit all day long. It like sleeps all day. Yeah, that's what my dog does too. It's like what? Sometimes when I come so home is that at what lunch, you're doing at work, keeping track of your dog? No, but like <laughs> I notice that like, and I think part of it is because for four years she's been trained like she just doesn't go out during the day and right. no one's home during the day, so. She sleeps, but it's like right. She sleeps. She sleeps all night. I fucking woke my dog up yesterday at lunch. I came over the couch. I knew she was laying on the couch because I couldn't see her, and that's just how it's facing. And I go. Normally, she pops her head up like, "What's up?" Nothing. I'm like, "Worry, worry." And I walk over, and she's stretching. And then she like does the thing where she lays on her on her back, and she's like, "Rub it, rub my belly, rub my belly, please." (laughs) I'm like, "Yeah, you know it." So my dog, I've noticed, has taken to take it. Yeah, using pillows. Okay, we're talking here, Andy. I'm gonna give you half of this. I'll share this one too. My dog has taken to using pillows. I've noticed. Uh, I sent my wife a picture yesterday. She was sleeping with her body on the couch with her head on a pillow like a human would. Right. My dog does that too. What the hell? My dog sleeps in a bed with us. My dog is not allowed in the bed. And I've noticed also that she will, like, position, pull a blanket around, like, position itself just right to lay down. I'm like, yeah, fucking lazy dog, dog. My dog sleeps under a blanket, her head facing me. Is the cutest thing ever because every morning I wake up and there's my dog's face just looking at me, head on the pillow, like, hmm, what's up? You guys and, realize cats do that too, right? And my favorite thing about it is every single day, or every night and every day, every day. she faces me and she puts her butt in Megan's face. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the cute face every morning and Megan gets butt. So, so Tim, what kind is your, what, what type of dog uh, we is We think yours? it's a Pomeranian. Okay. It is a Pomeranian. I mean, that's what they told us. I've seen... And that's what it looks like. Well, I've yeah, seen you're evidence... Just not, you're just not sure right. if it's... If no, somebody said it looks like this type of a dog, and it's hard to pronounce, and I Googled them, like, holy shit, it looks just like that. So, I don't know. Do the doggy DNA thing. Is that a thing? Yeah. You're making it up. No, it's real. What's you it called? You can, like, swab them and then send it in. They'll so, could you. I trace Canine Rory back... Could I trace her back to the pack of wolves that she originally evolved from? <laughs> yeah, it's like well, 23 and me for dogs. What the breed is. Oh. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> so the other night, in our living room, we got the love seat and the couch that sit about love five or yeah, six. Why do they call it the love seat? <laughs> five or six feet apart <laughs> from each other. To each other. They got that at the love shack. And I was, I was laying <laughs> on the couch, and Chrissy and the dog were on the love seat. Chrissy and the dog. That should be a podcast. Chrissy and the dog. <laughs> Sorry. And <laughs> Chrissy says, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, 
well, that's fine. You've been sleeping for the last hour. <laughs> and she's like, no, I haven't. I'm like, I could hear you snoring. And it was the what? dog that was snoring. She sounds like a damn <laughs> chainsaw. Like, it's it's unreal. This dog, this so fat little shit, <laughs> snores so bad, it's, oh, I hate her. You hate your dog? I don't. Okay. But she's a piece of shit, and I tell her that every day. <laughs> I tell my dog I love her, and I kiss her every day. I don't. I tell Lucy, I said, I should just punch you in the face. I tell her that every day. She appreciates it. That's the way we connect. Well, that seems like we should take your dog away from you. (laughs) I don't literally punch her in the face. Jesus. Oh, speaking of punching in the face and sleeping and all that, um, I was snoring the other night. Oh, speaking of snoring. And I've been snoring a lot lately. I don't know why. And Megan will just shake me. Because you're overweight. No. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> no. I, yeah. Oh wait, I kind of went on a diet this week. I cut it down from three hot dogs at lunch to two. Um. So Megan likes to shake me and like, hey, wake up, you're snoring. Now let me fall asleep before you. You know all that. Or she kicks me with her, nudges me. So she tells you, you you have to stay here awake until I fall asleep first. No, I mean, but the next day we kind of talk about that, like, at least, Jesus, like, I'm in a deep sleep. And she's like, just give me 10 seconds, and all of a sudden you're snoring again. <laughs> she's like, you fall I don't remember being woken up. Right. Like, I'm not fully woken up when she wakes me up. I, like, jolt, and that's pretty much it. But she racked me in the nuts the other night. <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> I was up. <laughs> she kicks me, and I'm going, <gasps> and we start talking about it the next morning. She's like, why were you wheezing so much last night? I'm like, because you kicked me in the balls, and she bursts out laughing. She goes, I thought you were facing the other way. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, normally you're on the very edge of the bed, you know, facing away, <laughs> which is true. I am. I got to be in alarm-ready attack mode. Turn it off. So, how big of a bed do you guys have? King. And how much of this bed do you get? Approximate, well, less than our full size when we had that. <laughs> what? You guys got a king bed? I mean, how I... About, how about you, Adam? What size? I'm on single. the edge. Single bed? <laughs> Bunk. That's why we got a lot of kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bunk. <laughs> no, we got a queen. And Andy? King. And how much room do you guys each respectively get on your beds? Yeah, plenty. And Andy, uh, you're only there like three nights a week, but right. But I still, I don't know. There's no. It's too big for me. I, I we used to have a queen and went up to a king. I preferred the king or the queen. And you just got the queen or the king when you got the new place or what? No, we had it for a little bit at the oh. old place too. But so maybe it's just my. But I get like this much. Yep. I'm with you. Like I mean, about get, 18 inches. Like I get enough I get to lay on my space. side. Yep. I can't really lay on my back because I'm kind of wide. I can't really lay on my back. <laughs> Dude, Megan like weighs, lays like diagonally. <laughs> Shut up. Really? <laughs> diagonally? You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden she's like, and then she'll tell me like, you're just being dramatic. I'm like, 
I literally am on the edge of that. So am I. I don't have enough room either. And I'm like, your feet are touching mine. And I like rip my covers off. I'm like, look at me. I'm like laying like a pencil right now. And I rip hers off. And <laughs> you can wait for her to fall asleep when she's all crooked and then take a picture of her. Right? <laughs> no, I usually, when she snores and uh, keeping me up, I don't wake her up. I get my voice recorder out. I actually might have some. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Let's see. My wife literally sleeps in like almost like uh, not even really a not whoa. even really a fetal position <laughs> but she like she'll put her feet like up high like in my back oh weird yeah okay. so like she takes up a lot of space like so you're saying you got uh back aches uh, when you wake up in the morning no i'm just saying like she she takes up a lot of room because she's she's like Extremely skinny, but and and short. She's like all bunched up. But she's like all bunched up, so she's taking up like fetal position. Yeah, like I could probably go and lay on the other There's end of the of bed, crosswise, and have way more room. There's only I just read something that only eight percent of people sleep on their back. Yeah, isn't that weird? Do you sleep on your back? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I cannot sleep on my. back. I'm fifty fifty. One I'm night I'm on my side. On my back. That's yeah. crazy. It depends. It's like, weird, huh? That is a hundred percent sober. I'll sleep on my back. Okay. But um, I'm usually I am, I'm on my side. Usually I'm on my side, I guess. I'm on my side. I've been trying to break my habit. I'm a stomach sleeper. Yeah. Of, oh, your stomach. I used to be a stomach sleeper, and then I switched to my Hands side. Over my head. Really? Yeah. Just ready to go. See, I'm on my back with my <laughs> head. Spread eagle. I always, I'm yeah. like this sleeping. But I always have always for like the last number of years slept on my right side, and I've been trying to convert to be a left side sleeper because I did read that. Sleeping on your left side is like better for you, like digestively and stuff, while you sleep. In creatively, things is it on in your brain? Yeah, well, sleeping on your left side, and and politically, it it makes you smarter. And no, <laughs> fair <kidding>. enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's been a transition I've been up. trying to get used to. I like this to sleep very sleep low on the bed so my feet hang over the edge because it makes me feel like I'm yes. tall. <laughs> yes, I sleep with my feet over the edge because oh, I am tall. tall. I hate <laughs> that shit, <laughs> and I sleep naked. I you need to feel like I'm tall, so I'm like squint down and like let my feet hang over. Do you have the I, like, uh, Andre the Giant oh, problem, so where you have a hard time finding a bed? Right. Yep. <laughs> have you guys watched the Andre the Giant uh, yes. documentary? I did. Anybody? Nope. No, it no. was good. It no. was really good. And I have the deal with. I'm watching the, the Elvis the one pillow. right now too. HBO's killing it on docs. I'm just. Yeah, I told my wife I want to watch that, and I kind of got an eye roll. <laughs> like um, I'm halfway like I through the, sleep the first one. I barely have my head on. Uh, we, there's two parts. Weird. I'm halfway through the first one. We are. We did decide that we are taking the the, the Jensen children to Graceland this summer oh, on our vacation. Crazy. So, um, Chrissy and I went a few years ago. It would, had been a bucket list item for me. And she she reluctantly went along, and I may have teared up a time or two going through there, and <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna take the boys through there now, and hopefully they can appreciate it. Yeah. It's a good trip. My my mom took all her grandkids at the time down Graceland because she's a huge Elvis yeah. fan. Well, how huge. lucky are we that we're gonna get you know Paisley Park's gonna be turned into that. Oh, it already for was. sure. But I mean, like it's gonna be a full blown like you're gonna get to yep. see Prince's everything. Oh yeah, he's got a club there, right? They still do things there, I think. Mm, they did a maybe not. Justin Timberlake did an album release party like right before the Super Bowl there, but so sort of, sort of. Um, 
we were talking, Megan and I were about when I'm like making fun of like things we did when I was really young. I'm like, so are we going to do the, and a lot of people still do, the traditional first vacation taking our kids to Mount Rushmore? <laughs> yes, gotta <laughs> See, do it. And, do and, it. And then the Corn Palace, right? And yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, God, no, we're not doing that. I'm no. like, she we guarantee you'll do it. That's what I you said. I said, to. why not? And she goes, because that's boring. I'm like, so I started thinking, I'm like, what would we do that's exciting to a kid if that's the whole point? And I'm like, oh, duh, water slides. Right. We, Dells. We went to uh, yeah, I mean, Mount Rushmore, too. and yeah, that was actually the, that was actually the first time I had been there. Was when we took the kids, probably like five, six years ago. I remember like yeah, the vividly we going there and having <laughs> way more fun at the rock that is just like a plateau. It looks like a tree stump. That big old thing. Oh, with, like, Devil's Tower. Claws. Yeah, that's yeah. in Wyoming. That's in Wyoming. No, not that then. Maybe I was in Wyoming. Well, it's not too far from Mount Rushmore. It's only like another right? hour and a half yeah. drive from yeah. Mount Rushmore. Okay. I feel it's like that's a big was a ass trip. rock in the middle of nowhere. Like, uh, a, like a lot of people I mean, do. That's a cool formation. A lot of people yeah, do both. Is. And the story is the, the fabled story is that like a person was running up it and a grizzly bear, a giant one, grabbed it. Okay, I feel like I was told that as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, I enjoyed that more because I just imagined the story of that versus right. there's Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Who's Lincoln? There's Washington. Mm-hmm. Who's that? And then, because, you know, I was five years old. Right. <laughs> I'd never been to Rushmore. And Devil's Tower was one of them you that I did by myself when I was out there for work. Yeah, I can. Yeah. You Lincoln, can? Washington, Roosevelt. Lincoln, Washington, Roosevelt, and Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson. Are Jackson. you sure? <laughs> Wait, Roosevelt's not on it. Jackson is, right? There's Jackson? a guy. Roosevelt's on There's there. There's Roosevelt, right? Yeah. Roosevelt. Teddy, yeah. not Franklin. Right. Yep. To Teddy. To Teddy. <laughs> to Teddy. Foggy geezer to Teddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go <laughs> pour out the chunks of my lift bridge. So I can try some of this fun. It makes me sad. You know what that... I know that that's now turned into my Sunday afternoon sipper. When I open the fridge to see what's left from the weekend. Okay. We'll How come we don't have the Twins game up on the... We should. Big probably over by now. No, it's 0-0 zero, zero and... We are back. We got the Twins on now. Yeah, it turns out I have TV down here. Yeah. You all know this, but it's 0-0 zero, zero in the bottom of 11. And by the time you're listening to this, you know how the game ends. But or Barrios pitched a dam. Again. Apparently, Paul Molitor has been brilliant with his bullpen management tonight. That's a first. <laughs> so let's get into that. You guys were... I'm not, like, a huge... You know, I'm not even a baseball mind. I don't understand most of okay. the concept of it. So <laughs> but you guys were... I'm going to say I'm not a huge Twins fan. That goes without saying. I'm not a huge baseball fan. Um, to me, it's like hockey. I just... Whatever. I could do without it. It's way better than hockey. It's something to put on if you have people over. Because if something goes bad, you can all stare at the screen. Right. Well, But let's I, talk about this. You guys were saying... So I had posed a question to Andy. So the Twins have had... So there's teams that have played like 19 games. And the Twins are playing their 13th game tonight. Right. They've had four... Five postponements, at least four. At least four. I think five. I think five postponements. I mean, we had three last week alone. They, they postponed <laughs> an entire series. Fr- no, we played Thursday. It was a four-game series. Oh, yeah, we, they played. We, okay, so, yeah, so they played Thursday. Yeah, Friday. We lost Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's 
insane. So, first of all, I think that that we've got a number of guys that are starting off with some pretty piss poor plate appearances. A lot of guys batting like sub two thirty. Yep. But baseball is a game about tradition, right? Exactly. Tradition doesn't allow for this many games to be canceled. What are they going to do? They'll make them up. They'll make them up. Make them up. So I think that has something to do with our players' slow start, even though they are 7-5 and five going into right. tonight. You can have one good game, and like your season stats are all of a sudden better. Right. Like They look normal. Right. So my concern, though, is, is I've been pretty vocal about my displeasure with Paul Molitor and his handling of the bullpen and the pitching staff as a whole. Correct. Um, so we're going to get later in the season, and the Twins are going to have five, six games to make up. Um, which is going to mean a lot of double headers and a lot of uh, late season days that were scheduled to be off days that they're now going to be having to play, which means that our rotation is going to get messed up. We're going to end up pulling up pitchers for spot starts from AAA. Uh, we're going to be relying a little heavier on the bullpen, whatever. Uh, what do you think that this is going to end up screwing the Twins in the long run, having all these early season postponements? I do not. You don't. And I'll the bullpen issue, I can see there is some concern. You are a little bit more concerned than I am. The whole Zach Duke thing being a lefty and coming in to face, like, heart of orders that are all righties is somewhat concerning, not ideal. But other than that one fact, I don't think he's done – too terribly managing bullpen. I'm not as afraid as you. To the second point, as far as starting pitching, when we're going to need double headers and we're going to need like a six starter, basically, we have two pretty good prospects in either triple or double A. I'm not sure where they are. Gonzalez and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but two guys who are on track to be like decent starters. And yes, we're gonna be bring him up, but and they're gonna be facing the fire right away. But it's not as if you know we're not gonna be throwing out like Johan Pino out there, or you know Phil Hughes. Phil, well, Phil Hughes might get a start here and there. Yeah, he might. But I'm at least Phil Hughes has upside. Right. But like we're, I don't know. For most of the aughts, we were throwing out pitchers who had like literally zero chance of ever being successful major league pitchers. And they were just, like, in our rotation. Right. And these guys have real chances of being solid major leaguers, and they're in the minor leagues right now. So they're going to be young, but they're actually legit major league talent. Okay. So that doesn't scare me as much. And I will say one of the White Sox games that got rained out this last weekend got rescheduled for a doubleheader the last series of the year. And the White Sox are really fucking bad. Right. They are going to be, last series of the year, they're going to have their 40-man roster up, and they are going to be playing a minor league roster. They're going to be playing, like, double-A players. Right. Which could be end up being some huge wins for huge, us at that time at of the At that year. time of the year. Because we're going to be fighting. I, I mean, I got this team at like 103 wins. Yeah, so we won't be fighting for anything. We're just we'll have it all locked up by then. We'll also we'll be, be fighting for like home field advantage. Why are you so optimistic about the Twins and not the Vikings? What do you mean? I love the Vikings. Okay. 
No, but baseball, you're like more of a twin. Like twins are your a number one. Yeah. Team, right? Yeah. Like, I've I've won hundreds of dollars off you of you betting the twins over. Maybe not hundreds. Maybe like hundred. Hun- We've done like twenty dollar bets for like the last five years, and I think I've paid up every year. You have. Hey, side note. Sorry, while you guys were being boring, I was looking into it. They've discontinued bottles a while ago for um, Liftbridge Hop Dish IPA. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a collector's item, and I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to put it on the stand. There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> After you saw the amount of chunks I had to deal with. <laughs> like, it was probably mold. <laughs> <laughs> I might die tomorrow. So, do you Especially that one chunk that was like black. Oh, fair ball. Look at Joe Maurer. Is this worth turning around for? You just hit a double. That ball it, in the playoffs in 2009. That, that was closer. Foul. That was closer to foul <laughs> than that one yeah. that they called foul in 2009. Was it 2009? I don't know. It's I just some, made up a year. It's around then. Around then, yeah. It was foul. It was fair by 17 feet. Ugh. Is there a classic better, Joe Maurer opposite field hitter? Is there a better pure swing? In baseball than Joe Maurer. Maybe some that, of the younger players, but of, like, Joe's generation. I mean... In that mid to late... Those guys, you know, in that... In the th- mid-30s age. I don't know. It's a pretty Bartolo. it's a pretty sweet swing. Yeah. Bartolo Colon. But it's not, like... To me, like, Griffey's swing is the best swing of all time. And Joe's swing is different. He has that opposite field... Yeah. Slapper, slapper. He has that slapper swing, but it works. And now, it's a smooth. It's a it's a good swing. You and I get ragged on for being Joe supporters. Joe is a borderline Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. I mean, his numbers are comparable, hitting wise. To he will be in the Hall of Fame. I think so. I think so. People, I I don't know. I, I mean, think he gets in okay. on like veterans committee. I mean, his numbers, his batting numbers are comparable to, like, Tony Gwynn, Wade Boggs. Them guys are in the Hall of Fame. I think Joe's going to make the Hall of his, Fame. His batting numbers but aren't comparable just, to him. Did he just guys. a mile mark here? Two, two K hits. Yeah. Okay. How many how many? I mean, his numbers, his numbers, batting numbers are comparable to, like... A lot. Two K is, like, 3,000 is the real number that's, like, you are... If you get to 3,000, you are I saw Hall something of on the internet to, or the other day about the 2,000. And the other players that have, they're all in the Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Yeah. You, no, 2,000, a lot of people get to. Okay. I mean, not a, a so lot. So I shouldn't believe everything you see on the internet. <laughs> don't believe everything you see on the internet. <laughs> what? But the thing with Joe is he Isn't actually... with the Twins? I, I can't he, remember. Of the twins yes, players. maybe it was Twins players okay. is what you saw. Okay. And, but all the names on there, I think they were in the Hall of Fame. Right, and, uh, well, a lot of them also, like, almost got to 3,000. Okay, okay. But the thing with hitting is that hitting doesn't take into account walks. And Joe Maurer takes a lot of walks, which is why he doesn't get as many hits. Got it. And if they were jogs, he wouldn't have such a big belly. He almost has, he's at 2,900 hits plus walks. But... People who don't take walks get rewarded for being a more free swinger and possibly having a lower on-base percentage, which isn't as effective. Can't score when you're not on base. Right. I mean, in theory, this is one of Tony Iverson's big things. 
He doesn't hit dingers. He doesn't hit dingers. But if if you never got out, you would be the greatest baseball player of all time. Whether it was singles or what if were singles or homers or walks or whatever. If you ne- if you were on base every single time, just a single, you stepped up, you would be the greatest baseball player of all time. Obviously, I'm exploiting this to like the most extreme thing ever, but just getting on base, no matter how you do it, is the most important thing. Yep. And Joe Mauer does that. He doesn't always do it through hits. So I'm scrolling back because I'm trying to find the the stats here. Yo, take a what? So, do you think that once Santana comes back, Johan, is there going to be a better starting rotation set for the playoffs than the Twins? Yes, there are far better rotations than the Twins. Mm. Name one. Uh, the Houston Astros. Okay, name another one. <laughs> um. Just American League? Um, Cleveland Indians have a better rotation. The uh, Boston Red Sox have a better rotation. Okay, fine. Like, I was trying to go the homer route there, Andy. And you you just, sure are. And you just completely crushed it. What I'm saying is, have, has tw- have Twins fans had better hope for a starting rotation in the playoffs? When was the last time we had a rotation that we could have this much confidence in? I mean, when we had Johan. Assuming, assuming that Irvin comes back as Big Irv. That's the thing. Like, you never know with Irv. I mean, he was amazing in the first half last year, but he was not that good in the second half. But Barrios has been outstanding. Barrios is far. a stud, and he's going to be a stud. He is a top-of-the-line starter, but he's not Kluber. Not yet. Not yet. Um, he's, so, not, he's not Chris Sale. I mean, he's really good, but he's not, he's not a Cy Young winner. But as far as twin standards go, I mean, look at, the, look at the starting rotations we took into the playoffs in the late aughts. Yo, we had Johan Santana. Until what year did they trade the him away? Best pitcher of our generation. Um, um, that's not true, but yeah. uh, Clayton, well, it depends on what generation you want to talk about. Like, if we're talking about the aughts, like, Johan might be the best pitcher of the aughts. Um, I don't know how we traded him away in, like, 10? No, he was way pre-Target Field. Target Field wasn't until 11, 10, right? It was 2010. Um, so, I don't know, 9? I don't know. Okay. Off the top of my head, I don't know. But Johan was amazing. Where did he go after us? The Mets. Yeah, but look at them years that we went to the playoffs with, like, Blackburn and... Uh, Radke. Scott Baker, Radke was good. Radke was yes. good. But Scott Baker, Blackburn, guys like that. You know, could you imagine if we had the pitching staff we had now when we had the I mean, granted we got a very good offensive team now if they start producing like they should. I mean, on paper, we have a great offensive team. We do. But could you imagine if we had the pitching the like the starters now that we had when you know, Morno in his prime, Mauer in his prime? Uh, Kadir, Kubo, Nick Punto, he was a legend. All I'm saying is that for what we've experienced as Twins fans for pitching staffs, this is a good one. So is our... Disagree? No, I don't disagree. I mean, we talked about it 
last week or whenever, pitching wins championships. Drew, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it totally does. Uh, how do you compare but, our, I should say, how do you compare our pitching this year to the past and how far, in ranking that, how far do you think we would go this year? Well, I mean, once you get to the playoffs, it's a fucking crapshoot. All bets are off. All bets are off. It's just a fucking crapshoot. Baseball is, like, even when you have an amazing team versus a bad team, it's like 60-40. Where in basketball, if you have an amazing team versus a bad team, it's like 90-10. Right, but, like, look at last year, even, our starting rotation. If we would have made it out of that wild card game, what are we... What are we going into a playoff series with last year? No, I mean, Barrios. Right. So whereas this year, I would feel much more confident in our chances of, of making it through a five-game or seven-game series with our pitching staff than we would have last year. Right. And this, but... And, and how, how does our... How do you compare our pitching to the rest of the league? It's good, it's, I mean, I would say, I would top? say it's league average. Like, we're average. We're not bad. We're not good. Okay. We're just, we're average, which is saying a lot. Being just average, oh, shit, I think, no. Um, being average, you know, you start at 81 and 81. And if you can be a little bit better than average, all of a sudden you get to 85 and, let's, 77. You're not asking them to be like Lexington Steel. Right, but it takes like 88 games to make the playoffs. To be a contender, yeah. Right, you know? So, like, if you can start at average and your offense can be better than average, then that, you know, that can carry you those next couple wins. You don't need to be amazing, but once you get to the playoffs, man, if you have, like, two solid Shut down pitchers that like are guaranteed to win almost. That's huge. But I mean, the Dodgers have, have Clay- the Dodgers have had Clayton Kershaw, and have have they won with Clayton Kershaw? No. Uh, did we win with Johan Santana when we had a shutdown? Right. Um. Like it's it's just tough. It's just tough. I don't know. But we are as a whole, and today's pitching staffs aren't just built around starters. And this is why you guys were wrong last week. You can't let your starters go multiple innings because if you not multiple innings, obviously, but like deep into games, because if you watch their numbers, just overall, any starting pitcher on average, the numbers through the first time through the lineup is really good. Second time through the lineup, it's a little bit worse. Third time through the lineup, it starts getting scary. And that's why there you see a heavy reliance on bullpens now and why you have to view the pitching staff as a whole rather than just like, oh, you're top-line guys. If you watch the playoffs last year, like the Dodgers and the Astros pull their guys after like four innings and go to the pen. You have to have a complete pitching staff, and that's where – Addison Reed and Zach Duke, even though we aren't using him exactly properly, he's still a really good pitcher. Addison Reed is awesome. He's a very good pitcher. Addison Reed is very good. Addison Reed is amazing. Uh, Watching this game, convert that out. 
Um, um, I want to go back to we talked about Joe Maurer being a Hall of Famer. Um, and you seemed reluctant that you didn't think he was going to be a Hall of Famer. I think he should be. I'm. Are we talking about like what we think should happen, or like what we think people who are in charge of the voting will do? Um, either or, I guess. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think the voters will get him in, but I think the Veterans Committee, when I like twenty years later, you can like get on on like the old timers vote. Okay, I think he'll get in. I just want to. As a comparison, I want to throw out. You said you said he didn't have stats comparable to the. To, I, I named guys like Tony Gwynn and, and and Wade Boggs, but here is a list of major league players in the Hall of Fame that have over two thousand hits, three batting titles, a career average over three hundred, a career average or a career on base percentage of over three ninety, and a career OPS of over eight hundred. Okay. Ty Cobb, Tony Gwynn, Roger Hornsby, Stan Musel, Honus Wagner, Rod Carew, Ted Williams, Wade Boggs, Joe Maurer. I mean, yeah, that's Easy. great. Andy, what's your cat's name? Easy. My cat? Yeah. I have two cats. One's name is Bo. The other name is Lala. Get Why didn't one. you name the second cat Luke? Joe Meow. We had Lala first. Oh, okay. Meower. Joe Meower. <laughs> so what do you think Tony Iverson would say to those oh. numbers? I mean, those are... Those are legendary players who didn't hit a ton of home runs for the most part. But your stat selection, your qualifiers aren't... Like, what... I guarantee all those guys had over 3,000 hits. You think all of them had over three? Did Boggs have three thousand? Oh yes. Did he? Okay. Who? That and that's the thing. Like their Stat counting guy. stance are like higher. Did Carew have three thousand? He was at least like twenty eight hundred. Okay. And that's like, yes, I, I think Joe should be in. He's done a lot of it, and he did a lot of it at catcher. Pre a brain injury. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, when you have a concussion and you're no longer allowed to play the position you did, and I don't know. Like, well, I Wade, think Wade Boggs had 3,010 hits. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, 328 batting average. I think Boggs the other thing that... 15 on base percentage. Yeah. Wade Boggs is a monster. The, people, the thing that people, you know, bitch about Joe Maurer's contract... And I think the one thing that people forget about is the way the the, uh, the CBA is set up is that by the time these players go through, what, three options, three, four options, a couple arbitration years, they're 26, 27, 28 years old through their prime right. of making some of them peanuts compared to what their value is. Oh, yes. So a guy like Joe Maurer was making... Way he was way underpaid for the first six, seven, eight years of his career. Six years, well, you know, you six years of team control. Yeah. The first three years you get paid peanuts. The last three years Ar- arbitration. of arbitration, yep. it steps up where you kind of get paid. The first year of arbitration, you probably get paid like a third of what you're worth. The second year, you probably get like paid if you're a superstar, like two thirds of what you're worth. And the last year, you get 
paid what you're worth. And I never hear I never hear people pissing and moaning about that. No. And, and talking about their pay, I remember uh, taking the kids up to a Twins game, and and uh, after the game, we went back to the players' parking lot to get some autographs. And none of the players, or no, some of them stopped and gave the kids some autographs. But a lot of them jumped into like an old Honda Civic and drove off, you know, rust bucket, whatever. And I'm like, you guys are entertainers, you know, you're on TV and you're driving this. And I think one car didn't even start and they had to jump start. (laughs) Jump started. That was Mark Hamburger's car. (laughs) And let's not forget about. Somehow this is like a weird thing, but like um, minimum wage doesn't apply to minor league athletes. They like m- like make like twenty grand a year, and they you know work like full time plus jobs. If they, I don't think they make twenty thousand a year. Yeah, like they make nothing, especially at like but low. There's different classes of of minor league. Oh yes, for sure, but. I, I'm saying the law doesn't protect them. The law yeah, doesn't even yeah, say yeah. The, there's well, a spe- there's a special exemption to minimum wage laws that says minor league athletes don't have to be paid. It's the entertainment th- industry, <laughs> right? That, well, that's I think what it falls under. I it's literally like a law for minor league sports athletes. Wow. That they don't have to be paid minimum wage. Get down. We've got a runner on bottom 12. So, yeah, I don't know. Is that enough Twins talk for you, Tim? You look bored. <laughs> no, I'm having a great time talking with our <laughs> listeners. I was, I was Instagramming live. This but, like, time. okay, here's Gleeman's big point about the contract and everything. It's, it's not our money. And you think yeah, Joe Maurer's making a lot of money. The poll ads are the ones paying them. The poll ads yeah. are the ones who have a lot of Rosario's money. Rosario's got his phone in his pocket. Poll ads are rich. Yeah. People who I mean own beyond. people who own sports teams are Uh-oh. far more rich hey. than any athlete could ever be because oh. they literally have to write the <laughs> checks to the athletes who we think are rich in the first place. Right. So why are we worried about how much money Joe is making and we're not worried about how much money Polad is putting in his pocket? Like, no, look who's here. I'm not worried about Polad. He'll survive. Right, he'll be fine. <laughs> but why are people like, oh, Joe makes so much money? It's like, well, what about Polad? Like, yeah. it's like, we're not the ones paying Joe Scott. We aren't like, Ever, like oh, hey, yeah, Adam, you and sure. me want to get together and give Joe Mauer some $20 million a year? <laughs> Here's where no. I can sure. contribute <laughs> to this. That. Exactly. Like, give him the money. I don't care. Right, right. That bothers me so much when people get so upset about the money thing. It's like, it's not your money. <laughs> it's, but it's the, isn't it? Unless it has to do with a cap, I understand that. Right. That, Unless it's a strategy and so. a cap, aren't, aren't that they, matters a lot. In baseball, that doesn't exist. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and aren't they kind of, like, coming into the, uh, I don't know what the right words are for this, but uh, they want the, they want their money's worth of entertainment. So if you're paying... Joe Schmo, $50 million a year, they better do good, you know? I mean... Does, does it come from that? 
the complainers of right. Oh, no, because I hear more people <clears throat> complain that they're not going to go up there and spend that money. I'm not going to take my family up there because they're not winning, or Joe Mauer's making too much money, and I don't agree with that. So I'm not going to go up there and and buy a hot dog and. Yeah, again, like I said, I, yeah. I invited you guys last week. I said, uh, I don't even like baseball, but to kill time, I found $20 tickets. You guys want to come? Yeah. <laughs> the day that right. I'm going to be up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like, who cares? It's such a good time up there. Don't be upset. People just it's like things to piss and moan about in this day and age. Recreational yes. outrage. Yeah. <laughs> People always need something to be upset about because then it gives them something to talk about. Trust me, Joe Maurer's contract is not the reason why the Twins that is, haven't been able to build a winning roster. In the is last. Joe Maurer a got milk athlete? Because he should be. He's the definition of a yeah, got milk so. Wait athlete. Wait a minute. I, I don't know. So. I he's, think so. He's been around for so I think long. He is. But it, he's such like a good boy. He is. He is. Joe. Ma- I love Joe Maurer and everything, but he has. You would think he is the blandest milk. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like the most. Boring. You guys obviously didn't see this photo. Yes. Oh, I saw that photo. <laughs> I saw, that, I saw that photo of him wearing that like Al Capone hat and like seriously like Al Capone went to the beach. <laughs> there was a picture of him with Eddie Gordon. Like he was Joe was wearing that. We should pull this to our Facebook page so people I will. know. Yep. Talking about he has a cigar and everything, but then there's a picture of him walking with like Eddie Gordado, and Gordado's like in all white. And there was a tweet that was like, "I want to write a story about." Joe and Eddie being like down in their luck con men, like looking, <laughs> l- looking to be looking for like one last big score. Because <laughs> that's like exactly what. It, oh, to third. Don't do it. Okay, thank God. Eddie Rosario almost scores yeah. on that. Guys, is this TV a distraction? Not well, at all. It's. A little bit, but I want to see it, too. I feel like if I had one that way, I would look at it, too. But I think that was enough Twins talk. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone happy? Until they win this game, and then I might yell for joy. Or what'd you say in the text thread? I want to talk about the Twins. I'm not having Twins. I hope. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you're going to name them Tam and Tum. That's right. <laughs> the whole origin of the story is that there's... So there's Tim is a name, and Tom is a name. But how come, like, A, E, and U got left out of the T and U... And how T, come, T, and M How come names? you don't ever see Tim spelled T-Y-M? How come? Ooh, hey, yeah. I told Tim that he should switch it to that. I'm starting to think. Tam, yeah. Tam, and Tum should definitely just be names. <laughs> Tam's probably a name. There's probably like ten Tams in the U.S. I feel like I, I, feel like I know somebody, <laughs> I've heard of somebody named Tam. It's probably like an Asian. I was just going to yeah. say. I think it, like, Tam. Or short for Tammy. Oh, well, you've heard. Yeah. That's why you think yeah. in the back of your head, you have that subconsciously. It's a Tammy that you're thinking. But of. There's no Thames. Because like they call Taylor's no Tay, you know, they shorten it. Yeah, like Timothy Tim. <laughs> so, Vikings Who's had a up? big signing. Lemare. Okay, but yep. They yep. signed Eric Hendricks. Eric Hendricks to a, to an extension, and then they got a deal with Nick Easton as well. He signed a tender, yep. so. That's good news on the Vikings front. I'm excited for it. Kendrick's a good player. Lock him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I think the terms, I think, were five years, five 50 million, 50, 25 yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. So. Seems fair to me. So I, what about the rest of these guys now that are going to be free agents <laughs> next year? Diggs. Barr. Barr. 
And and there's one more. There was four total. There was uh, was it the, was it that corner? Nope. Never mind. Rhodes. No. No. Does he have a long term contract? He's got a contract. Um, who's the other guy? The not McKenzie, but um, Wayne's World. Trey Party Wayne's time. Wayne's. Excellent. Maybe. Three Wayne's. I don't know. Like. I, I would just say for Vikings fans, don't expect a lot of like free eight like on the market free agent. No, it's gonna be locking shit. up our own guys, yes. especially after all the money they spent on right. Kirk Cousins. Keep the team together. Yep. I'm I'm not talking like this year. Obviously, the free agent period is over, but like going forward, right. it's Did like you see the picture of Cousins having dinner with Sid <laughs> yeah. and uh, Bud Grant. Man, that was a lot of old there. Wow, I did not see that picture. <laughs> yeah, I breaking news: my team, the Utah Jazz, won tonight. By the way, I like that. I like that a lot. There's no Jazz in Utah. There's also Phoenix. There's only you know why they're called the Utah Jazz? Because they were New Orleans Jazz. That is true. Yeah. Hannibal Burris has my favorite stand-up bit of all time. He breaks down every professional team name. That's weird. Basketball does that, too. Do they? Yep. Well, his was, yeah, he said, like, Phoenix, there's only one son. <laughs> Utah, there's no jazz in New Orleans, all that stuff. Or there's no jazz in Utah. Mm. How about but he the left news out that- Maple Leafs. To me, that one bothers me the most, and he left that part out. It should be the Maple Leaves. Leaves. Okay, sorry. How about what? Well, Minnesota Wild is probably one of the worst names of professional sports. Uh, no. Uh, what's our soccer team name? The United. <laughs> that's worse. But that's like <laughs> that's like soccer, soccer tradition, though. Yeah, I know. Um, how about the news that Tom Brady has not committed to playing next year? That's, really? That's a non-story. It's a non-story. <laughs> yeah, Gronk was not sure if he was going to play too. That's a, it's non. Gronk has signed a contract for next year. Yeah, non-story. I could see him dipping out. Just like Aaron Rodgers, mad at Gronk the wants to sign with the WWE. Yeah, I know. I I could see that happening because of that WrestleMania thing last year, not no. this past one. <laughs> so Gronk Andy was getting up to leave and then came back with I got a Gronk story. Gronk, there someone named their like thoroughbred racehorse Gronk. Yeah. And Gronk's like, I want a piece. And so he bought into the <laughs> share. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick five. All right. There's another game I saw in the bottom line went to fourteen innings. Use your microphone voice because we're on. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't even have my cans on. Hi. So to, is everyone? Today is on. a uh, listener-requested topic. Today is the 20th anniversary of Randy Moss being drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite Randy Moss memory? Can I go so first? Many. You can go first. Mooney. So I got to take it from you. <laughs> when he no. mooned Green Bay. Yeah, that was I mean, the best. Scores. Um, it was the best, but I'm sad because it ultimately left led to his like him leaving the team. Did it? I yeah, it kind of did. Like, yeah, I mean, it Joe created Buck, such a spectacle that would that, like, not have been an issue had Joe Buck not reacted the way he did I know. to it. Joe yes, Buck, that's why I still hate Joe Buck, Buck to Joe this Buck. day. Yep, but I actually am coming around to Joe Buck a little bit. No, I don't hate him as much, no. but I really hate him for that one moment. Fuck you, Andy. Okay, get my, through. My damn number one memory it. of Randy Moss was, it was, I think, no. Should we talk about the Mooney thing for a second? Explain it. Oh, okay. 
I oh. have to talk about it? No, I said, should we just explain it in case the listeners have no idea what we're talking about? What was your favorite well, movie? Well, if our listeners it. are 12, we should explain. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever, move on. <laughs> that Randy Moss scored a touchdown in Green Bay against the Packers and mimicked mooning the crowd in the end zone. Because, because Green Bay fans often moon the Vikings bus as it's leaving. Actual any, any moon. visiting team. I assume any visiting team, yeah. yeah. And we talked about Joe Buck, but have you guys heard Joe Buck's defense? Dang it, I thought of a better On that, that. I have not. His defense was that he didn't realize it was a mooning act. He thought it was a taking a shit, like he was squatting to take a shit. Yep. Like, I've heard him oh. throw that defense out there now. I don't believe that for a second. That would just be really weird. No, because all he did, he <laughs> bent over butt high in the air. It was not taking right. a shit. I mean, everyone knows what mooning is, right? Right. Well, if that's really the case, then... I think for this year's organized touchdown celebration, they should all pretend to take a shit in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Act like they're reading the paper or, all, or on their phone. Everyone on the team, everyone on the that's on the field at the time. <laughs> I mean, my favorite Joe Ma or Joe, Joe Mauer, Randy favorite? Moss memory. It's really hard to like. Put, have you guys in the last like? Couple years, like gone back and watched the highlights from like his rookie season. That video that got put out like last year, like just unbelievable. The fact that they could just throw the ball up and he would just get it, like it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. He went to the ball. So I would say that he's the greatest. His rookie year, just in general, yeah, it would be a toss up between the Thanksgiving Day game, his rookie year, or. If I had to pick one single play, it would be the law, the flip back over his shoulder. Stole mine, Corey. Sorry. Sorry, Andy. Nice of you to have, like, three different best memories. I said of if I had Moss. to pick one game, one <laughs> okay. play, that would be it. Mine was, it was against the Packers, and I think it was his rookie year. And I got a, I got a second one lined up. He had up, that so. jump over the defender, grab it, and then he scored the touchdown. Yada da. I think it was a Monday night game too against the Packers, right? Yeah. Yes. Was, that that was my ultimate memory of. And he did. He just went up and like caught it over right. with one hand. Right. Made it look so easy in slow motion. <laughs> okay. Um. So the flip behind the back on that. Our listeners should like everyone should know what we're talking about. If we need to explain this, is was my number one, but my actual my number two. Of Randy Moss is not with the Vikings. Is that controversial? I was no. just gonna say, how come no, he's no, nobody's ahead. named a moment not with the Vikings? Go ahead. Um, in it was either his first or second game with the Patriots. He did just across the field route and outran everybody, and it was the moment that Tom Brady was like, "Oh my God, I have a real receiver." And I can just throw him the fucking ball. <laughs> and Tom Brady threw it to him, and Moss outran like three defenders all the way across the field. I remember that. It was like from one sideline to the other sideline, a down and across the field, deep. And Brady hucked to him, and I, I want to say it was the first week. It could have been the second. But it was like... Oh my God! Tom Brady and Randy Moss are together. That combo and should then, have been lethal. Yes. And then they threw for yes. twenty-three touchdowns that year, which I think is the record. And and 
uh, they went 16 and 0 that year and only lost because of miracle in the Super Bowl. You could argue that when Randy Moss went to the Patriots, he was past his prime at that right. point. Yes. And look how good he still he scored was. 23 touchdowns yeah. that year. And you know, even like right now, he'd probably be better than some of that wide receivers on some rosters. <laughs> okay, I have a second favorite Randy Moss memory. And it was parking ticket. That <laughs> I mean straight cash homie, yes, obviously. Super Bowl homeboy. <laughs> Super Bowl homeboy. Super Bowl yeah. homeboy. <laughs> These uh, I can't believe we had those yes, we're bringing up all the great things. But the fact that everyone in our division, the Lions, the Packers and the Bears, all oh my. A- after we had Moss started drafting quarterbacks in the first round because they're like, we have to make our whole strategy yes. around yeah. having to stop. Yes. Like, our only chance is to draft like first-round quarterbacks to stop this guy. That we like, play twice a year. Yes. The only thing I wish, like, like I love watching highlight tapes and stuff. I wish I was a little bit older while it was happening because I didn't fully soak it in. When did he came, come around? Like ninety eight. Ninety eight was his rookie year, year. Yeah. and I was nine years old. I wasn't an NFL fan then. That was the year, though, that we played uh, in the NFC Championship game against the uh, Falcons. Falcons, right? And Danny Green blew it. Yep, I remember his rookie exactly year. where I was too. And it was that's what kind of sucks as a Vikings fan. Like his, the furthest we made it with him was in his rookie year. That's like, well, why couldn't like, we go further? Just like with AP. Them? And the fact that he was on that team until last year, the Moss fa- is way better than AP. But I mean, just saying, you know, right. our two grades for sure. The fact that he was on that team is also what bothers me so much about how Danny Green coached that game with the take and the knee with like right. a minute left. We were like, Pathetic. why didn't you run a few plays and just chuck it up there and let Randy see if he could come down with it and. Outrun like somebody. we did all season and long. That's what they did all season long, and in the yeah. most important game of the year, take an E with the most with, with the most explosive odds of all time at the point at it, the time. And Corey, you you remember? I mean, we were the basically the Patriots back then. We had the best offense that whole freaking season. Mm-hmm. I mean, with we a backup were, quarterback, didn't we? Didn't we have? We were holding records, right? Yeah, at the time they were like oh, the highest yeah. scoring offense Pens, yep. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were passed a few years later by the Rams, but... I mean, it was just crazy that it stopped with the field goal. <laughs> okay, I got a... A missed field goal by a guy that hadn't missed one all year. <laughs> Gary? I also liked Fucking when he Gary. criticized catering yep. when he came back in 2010. Okay, I got uh, Randy Moss Gary trivia for you. Of his, in a single season, his longest reception in a season, what was his shortest longest reception of his career? Ooh. So the shortest, longest one of the season. Right. 52. <laughs> Just guessing. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say non-Oakland years. <laughs> 82. 47. 82 is aggressive. The non-Oakland years, <laughs> 51 is the actual lowest. going to say 1,000. So you were spot on. Wow. That was an Oakland year. Non-Oakland Good years, guess. his shortest, longest reception for a year was 60 yards. Wow. So he was always like, I'm going to play for a 60-yarder like every year. Well, 
And one more reason I mean, why insane. did you take a knee? That's insane. His rookie year, that year that we're so pissed about, his average yard per catch was 19 yards. He actually said his per catch, that was his biggest. Yeah. But I yet mean, Danny thought it was appropriate to take a knee. His, Super freak. One, two, three. His first six years in the league, 1,300 yards, 1,400 yards, 1,400 yards, 1,200 yards, 1,300 yards, 1,600 yards. What year did he get traded to Oakland? Uh, 2000, tw- 2005. What did we so get So he played him? six years in Minnesota. <laughs> you know, one, two, three, four. Guy with seven hands. Seven years in Minnesota, two years in Oakland. A linebacker, yep. I think. And then three in. What did we get for Randy Moss? Napoleon Harris. Yeah. And then and a, a like a fourth pick. round draft pick. Troy Williamson. Harris. Stone hands. And that's what Nap- was it a I first round draft pick and yeah, it was Troy Williamson. Oh, maybe. Trust me, it is. The yeah. guy the Well, guy, I know they took Williamson, but was that using the draft pick we got in that trade? Right. Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure of it. I can guarantee it. No. Check it. I am. <laughs> God. <laughs> Randy Moss is an all-timer. I want to say he's the best, but really, if you look at Jerry Rice's numbers. Jerry Jerry was really good. Really Jerry good. was the oh, best. Man. And Randy R- Rand- was there for the love boat. Randy is the second best right. receiver of all time. I would put Randy I number like one. Song. Look at Jerry's numbers. Jerry's numbers, like, I want to say Randy's number one, and then I, like, look at Jerry's numbers, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, you know, they did get the nup that they used the pick. They got the number seven, the first round pick, the number seven pick in the draft, and mm. Napoleon Harris, and a doesn't say what the second pick. They got two picks, but one of them was the seventh overall pick. I mean, that's really not a bad haul if you get no someone good at and, they, and they took Troy Williamson. Yeah, and he had not the Troy hands. Williamson from Sanborn. <laughs> <laughs> who is a, he listens. Who's a who's a listener. big listener? Um, but uh, Troy Williamson, yeah, from North Carolina State. I'll never forget a game. Catch. He was, he was standing a still, and and they threw it to him against Denver. It. it bounced off his face mask. <laughs> that was against Denver. That guy was so bad. But he was he was fast. Yeah, he was super fast, <laughs> but he couldn't catch. He could get open. <laughs> he was like, like the... Uh, put him in the running back or something. I don't know. Uh, in the replacements. Sean Falco? No, who is the Orlando, the wide receiver? Don't know. He was I the seven-up seven guy. I haven't watched that oh. since I hit DVD. Uh, and then he was the, he was the conductor in Drumline. Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Yes. Orlando Jones, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Orlando yeah. Jones. Not Bloom. Because he was, um, he was uh, in the WBA movie, Joanna Man. Joanna Man. Yep. That's what I know him from, for real. <laughs> when, he, when I was watching this, I'm like, he when was you the, watch Drumline. He was line, the What Up guy from 7-Up, right? 7-Up guy, that's what yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yours. made me watch Drumline, and then... I see this, and it's this is pre Joanna Man. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this guy who's about to play a woman, you know, a woman in the WNBA is supposed to be is that like what Joanna Man's about. <laughs> he um, gets kicked out of the NBA, 
and so he pretends to be a woman and goes wow. and dominates the WNBA. Just I don't know if that movie it. would fly. I know. I know. <laughs> like ten years later, it's like no. Speaking of movies that for the aren't fly, Chrissy yeah. and I were flipping through the channels the other night, and White Girls was on. Oh my gosh! White chicks. White chicks. You're right. White chicks. I think that would still fly. You know it wouldn't fly. I don't think the he, last he, he, of he just movement. made a big joke about uh, one of the really. I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm in Real Housewives of Orange County, I think. It gets weird. Who made a joke about it? Really? Um, The one of the Wayne's brothers. Oh, really? Okay. About um, Chrissy would know. I'm sure you probably don't know. Kim. Okay. Posted a picture and she's and Marlon Wayans was like, "No, we are not making a remake." A sequel. I mean, I. So my first co- comment to Chrissy was, could you imagine if they'd have made a movie about two a- middle-aged white guys dressing up as black teenage girls? A, that would never fly. But I don't think that the White Chicks movie would, would fly today. I think it would. What I think about, they could make another one today. What about Roxbury Drive? That was a great movie. What about a night at the Roxbury? Is that the movie you're talking about? That's that's the one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That that's what I was saying. Oh, I said okay. it wrong. Gotcha. You said it right. <laughs> um, <laughs> club music starts and they all. Okay. There you go. One song. It's for going that to, whole movie. It's going to Babs. That entire. Okay, movie. we got to briefly touch on Babs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Um, she died. She passed. 92 years old. God rest her soul. I'm so pumped because uh, in our death league, yes, I have her. And yes, I'm excited for that extra point because I have a commanding lead now. I wrote her down as 93. She was 92. Right. I corrected Andy, myself. do you have anything derogatory to say about Barbara Bush? No, but someone did, and I'm going to pull it up and then read it. So I'll talk a little bit. Okay, um, so, yeah, so, I... Wife of I GW, just, just, Barbara and Bush and George H- 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 You know how I remember him the most? The Simpsons episode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's mother of really George really W., really mother of Jeb. Homer and, and Jimmy George. Carter does one, too, Habitat yep. for Humanity. He's yep. on there. But um, I think that she passes and George H.W. Bush... Won't be far behind. It's like a... Johnny and June situation. Yeah. It's going to happen this year. Because, yeah. you know, like, what did June pass and Johnny died very soon after yeah, that? Yeah, if somebody was smart, they would have picked both of them on their death pool. Too. Gee, I wonder. Did you pick both of them? Heck yeah, really? I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're you're going to blow the doors off of everyone. Yeah, I picked too. real celebrities, not random third-tier <laughs> celebrity wrestlers. Right. And <laughs> the guy from <laughs> Crazy <Ever>. Town. <laughs> You can have that pick because it's a terrible pick, so I'll allow you to waste one with it. Whatever. <laughs> he's primed to die of a drug overdose. Yeah, he's not a celebrity. The guy from Crazy Town? Same as name the lead singer of Alien Ant Farm. It's Ooh. the same level of celebrity. They're not celebrities. No, because the guy from <laughs> uh, Shifty Shell Shock, by the way, oh, okay. has been on like. VH1 reality shows for like, what is it, celebrity rehab or something like that? They stopped doing that. Right. Okay. But what I'm saying is, the guy's a mess. So he's he's a drug addict. 
So I at at a young age, so it was I think it was a good pick. It was a good value pick. I think uh, I'm not gonna pick him in the near future, but just want everyone to know it's on my radar. Jason Muse. I don't know who that is. Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Oh really? He's struggling to stay clean, but I think he's gonna get it together. But just want to let it be known that it's on my radar. Yeah. I don't. I, he's got a long time left. I've already got some people that I'm eyeing up for next year's picks. Yeah. That, uh, of course, hoping that they hold on through the end of the year. So I'm not going to say anything bad about Barbara. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Alien Ad Farm. It's uh, Dryden Mitchell. Dryden Mitchell. <laughs> okay. Lead vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> I can even tell you that Shifty Shellshock's real name, I think, is like. Seth Binzer or Binzer, something like that. So much higher caliber than I forgot the guy's name already from Alien Ant Farm. Mm-hmm. Tried in Mitchell. <laughs> that that guy. Go ahead, Andy. So a uh, professor at Fresno State University tweeted this. Barbara Bush. Wait, wa- this is not a Pilsner podcast endorse statement. I am not endorsing this. Okay. I, I am not gonna say anything bad about Barbara. Probably, like, not my, like, if I really got to, like, dig into her, like, probably not my favorite person. But she hasn't, I don't think she's publicly said anything against, like, any specific groups of people. But maybe she did. I don't know. To this person, but really. Okay. Just going to read the tweet. Barbara Bush was a generous and smart and amazing racist who, along with her husband, raised a war criminal. Fuck out of here with your nice words. (laughs) 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 Wow. <laughs> I was a professor out of where now? Fresno State. Fresno no, State. Now that you say that, All I right. saw the backlash she was getting. Yes, today. there's backlash. Oh, is my there God. really? Okay. I, just, I love that she said amazing racist, but I bet that somewhere Ari Shafir is pissed off because he named one of his specials the amazing racist. He's a comedian. Mm. Okay. So, <laughs> which one of her sons is the war criminal? Uh, w. I know it was. That was a joke. Yeah. No, Jeb. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jeb's her biggest you disappointment. Got fucking Jeb. I thought for sure Jeb was going to get the nomination because of a legacy. If uh, if W's if is, W had had a successful presidency, there's no way that Jeb wouldn't have won in 2008. Yeah, he would have just succeeded. But you think so? W's presidency was bad. But yeah, if Jeb was so stupid in his uh, debates. But, but okay, let's say in an alternate universe, W's presidency just is fucking amazing, and America's like, holy shit, America's great. We fucking, this is just right. More Bush, it. more Bush. We, but in a lot of in a lot, but of, that's why he didn't run in '08 because he knew mm-hmm. his name was no good then. That's why he waited, and then he realized, oh, I have no personality. I'm, I'm sure Daddy win. told him to. But in a lot of the like right-handed side of America, George Bush's Junior's presidency was not terrible until like the final six months. If you remember, like that's when the except for the part where we started a war with no basis of a war. Hey, well, mission accomplished. I'm saying on some <laughs> hence where where this lady says raised a war criminal. Which I don't blame Barbara for her son's actions, but that guy does. George W. It was a woman, Corey. I don't know. I assumed it was a man. 
Um, George W. is definitely like, and I don't even blame Dirty W. Tom. as much as like Cheney. He got shot in the face, anyways. Billy Graham's fault. I want to go. Yeah, it's probably Billy Graham's fault. It, that probably was Billy Graham. The wrestler well, Billy Graham that we're talking about. <laughs> Superstar, <laughs> Bi- yeah. Superstar Billy Graham we're talking about. <laughs> um, but all I'm saying is, is I'm not disagreeing with you, Andy, or I'm not saying that you're completely wrong, but I'm saying that there's a lot of people on the right side of the aisle that would argue about that war and whether or not it was successful. And the only thing that they're going to look at. Successful? We're still fighting it, Corey. I'm not. I'm just telling you that there's that. a contradictory Rackstone? view to it. A lot of people His say that. just got deployed again. That for war, like the third time, fourth time. A lot of people say that that war is like his dad. It's still going on. His dad telling him like, "Yo, you got to get in there and start what you know I what? started." Well, because his dad had like his old advisors. His desert like, Storm in the '90s, you know. Well, it's better than the latest bombing. You know what they've called that one? No. Operation Stormy Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Operation Desert Stormy Daniels. That is brilliant, and that is probably very accurate. Indians just said a home run. You not, know what, though? There's off, that, that Playboy model that the dog. allegedly he slept with, too. And now she just got clearance. She got something out of her... Uh, I don't know. She's allowed to talk about it now, but it's like nobody cares about that because you weren't paid off. Like right. We don't care about the fact that... You probably did sleep with you. Affairs aren't illegal. Can we just and, and really except, affairs are they, are are all they God approved the though? <sighs> does, <laughs> does affairs God... are all over the place. Go <laughs> go through all the presidents. How does God feel about right. the president sleeping with porn stars? It's the but they don't care what he did eleven years ago. Well, no, but like eleven years ago. Why not? That's what it supposedly happened. Can you I mean, imagine if Obama had slept with a porn star, whether he paid her off or not? What would what would Bill Clinton slept with an intern? He sure fucking did, and I, I think that's bullshit too. Yep. Um, but that was a different time. All I'm saying is that that so are we gonna look back? Because all these okay, when we go, we're gonna get rid of when, the whole when idea we of were with Bill Clinton One guy should not be in his intern thing. Everyone was like, "Oh, in a big uproar." And now we look back, it's like, "Yeah, Bill Clinton was a man. He got so, a blowjob." Yeah, I mean, okay. Now everyone's in a big uproar about Trump. Now, ten, fifteen years later from now, are we gonna look back at Bill and Trump and say, "Yeah, all right," or am I wrong? Now, I think that there's more hatred towards Trump than there has been towards any other president. And oh, it's for mostly sure. Mostly because he's so, he's very outspoken. You know, like he's very, like. <laughs> what do you think? That's what I mean. But like, like Twitter was around when, obviously, when Obama was in president, was the president. And he tweeted like once every like six months. It's like, okay, Trump tweets 15, 25 times a day. I think that. Witch hunt. He just makes all these things up. I still like the South Park episode. Set down, put down the phone. You ever seen that episode? I've seen them all. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> this last season. They're like, put down the phone. Put yeah, down the phone. No shit. That would. I think that would actually make him look a lot better if he went that way. <laughs> he just every day he reminds you why you don't like him. For me personally, because there it is. Because Corey decided to follow him on the Pilsner podcast. <laughs> what? On the Pilsner podcast, but account, I think, not my personal one. I think regardless of you can have whether we're talking about Bush or we're talking about account. Clinton, 
or we're talking about Obama, or we're talking about Trump, all of them gentlemen could do the exact same thing, and it's going to be looked at differently based on the side of the aisle that you're on. Like, if if Trump was a Democrat and was... Uh, He was. He was. You're absolutely right. He was. But if, like, his policies and the things he was doing in that sense were more left-leaning, but he was still this robust say-whatever-you-want attitude, I think that that the far-left people would be, like, praising him and talking about how good of a thing he's doing, and the right side would be bashing him and talking about how they hate him because he had extramarital affairs. The problem is is that all the news we're getting is from the 10% on the far left and the 10% on the far right. And God, it hit the fucking pole. Oh, you're (laughs) talking about... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm watching the game. It's fine. And, you know, there's no unbiased news anymore at all. So people's opinions are just skewed based on, you know, it's all right that it's it's terrible that that Bill Clinton had an affair while in office with a secretary or intern, but God forbid Trump have sex with a porn star and pay her off. Well, you know, that's, that, that's no big deal. We're not supposed to care about that. The people are upset with there is that it was illegal how he paid her off. He used campaign funds very close um, to the election being over. That's why it's a crime. Yes, I understand that. That it's not just him paying him off, which he obviously could. But the act of Jesus wanted him to pay her off so he could win <laughs> the election. No, I think that's why people are so going. That's after an Andy comment. It's the <laughs> illegal thing. I read something on Twitter yesterday that was a big, long, like forty yes. tweet thread. Yes. It was very good. It was very left-leaning, though, so you got to take it with a grain of salt because it had an agenda. I took one thing away from it, though. It was uh, that America lives in two different realities right now. For sure. We all think one way, and the other side thinks another way, and we're torn apart completely, but we think what we think is reality, and the other side does as well. It. The whole thing is fucked. Like, that, yes. I, I mean, that, that's exactly right, because... It's not just disagreements. I, I saw that, Tim. It's, we, like, we're hardcore into it. Like, this is reality. This is real. And but it ain't even so much that you're, you're skewed, but what you're, what you're saying is, in your opinion, the truth, based on where you're getting your news facts, where you're getting your... The four of us can sit in this room, and we're, we all were here tonight. We all spent the last three hours here, but we could all walk out of here because we all perceive things differently... And we could walk out of here and tell four completely different conversations or stories about what happened in this room tonight, correct? True. Correct. Yeah. So it's the same thing that's happening in the world is, is you know, these people on the far right and the people on the far left are seeing the exact same news stories happening, but because one person is getting their facts from Fox News and the other person is getting their facts from CNN, they're being skewed in, in just completely different ways. Right. So in their in their own minds, crisis actors, things like that. Yeah. So you know how to get rid of that. But then the left side is taking away guns. You don't listen to any of it. You don't listen to any of it. But get out! Holy shit! So no, oh baby. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Andy just marked. No, we didn't. We tied it. (laughs) Tim just marked that down. That's going to be a soundbite next week. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the only way it's ever going to change is if you eliminate this, 
constant news at your fingertips. The 500 cable channels. The thing that, that wrecked I all this. The thing that all wrecked this, and this is just my opinion, is 24-hour news stations. Yeah. Everything is fucking breaking news to them. And breaking news, CNN just returned from commercial. Yes, right. And and <laughs> and they make such a big, huge commotion out of little shit. All right, I just quit. I Bre- I, I don't even listen. I mean, to the news. thirty years ago, you be, had though. three news networks, and they were unbiased. Right. You know, they okay. didn't sway things one way or the other. They just reported the facts. There's one way. Their own opinion. There's right. one way, and there's the other. That's what you're talking about right now. Two party system is completely flawed. Yes, there's a hundred percent. Two party system is yeah. uh, it's the if, worst. If you it identify is, with worst, be two party. If anymore. you identify with one, you you think you're on that team and you need to win. So the other side is always wrong. You need to beat them. So you can never understand their point of view. You don't even try to understand it. That's what's stupid. That and we have a president, one guy running the show. Are you kidding me? One guy is supposed to be in charge of all of this. Well, he's not. No, we should he's have a, a figurehead. He's a figurehead. No, we need right. a legitimate council of like. Yes, elect, it goes like, through like four hundred and thirty-five people on the Congress, uh, and then there's a hundred people in the have Senate. Like ten heads that run the show, on top of all. Do you want the Supreme Court to run the show? No, why I, not? I just mean <laughs> just, just an example. Like that. Just, the just an example. Like, yeah. Fuck out of here, though. Like that's just—it's way too much for one guy to handle. It, it is. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. He He's not, like, we can stop him with the House and the Senate and all yep. that, but it's still too much pressure for one guy to be under because he represents us, and we look like idiots worldwide. Can I piggyback on what you said, though, about the... No. Okay. <laughs> I'll go for it. That was um, Andy. So how you joking. said about joking. how people are so affiliated by party lines... The more extreme thing on that is the fact that people will grasp on to one particular issue and use that one particular issue that is very important to them and use that to determine their their political affiliation. For instance, you know, uh, pro-life or pro-choice. If you're absolutely 100% pro-life, there's a good chance that you're going to vote for whatever Republican candidate is out there because the Republican Party, even right. if it's Roy Moore, is traditionally pro-life. You're going to vote for that candidate regardless of, of what, however he feels on any other issues because that one issue is the most important one to you. And I'm not saying that that's right or wrong in somebody's opinion, but... You know, because it happens on the left too. Somebody, you know, somebody could very easily vote for a particular candidate just because they're pro-choice, and that's very important to them. So they're going to vote for Hillary, regardless of how Hillary votes on any other issues or how she agrees with them on any other issues. So, mm-hmm. yep, right on. Like, no, I, I, I agree with that completely, and I will. Except okay. pro-lifers. Careful. No, I know. I know. Oh, you're good, man. You ain't hurting me. (laughs) In theory, the people who want pro-life are anti-government control. Except for, like, this one little itty-bitty thing in your life, you don't get the freedom. Well... Absolutely. The people that the people that are pro life also don't want to pay welfare, pay taxes to assist these. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it's weird. Realize the contradiction. They don't. The, yeah, I mean, the, t- there's a large portion of people that are pro life that don't want to 
pay for health care and everything else for the children, the, the pregnant mothers, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this is a controversial episode.